Welcome to Geeks On, a show created by geeks for geeks, covering topics that geeks like to talk about. This week, it's Geeks On, the state of our genres. For more information and news we talk about on the show, go to our website at www.geekson.com. Hello, everybody. Hello, my geeklings. Welcome back. It's been so long. English just failed me. Did you see that? Yeah, I know. It's like you you botched your linguistics role. That's because you're so excited. Right. Welcome to an episode of Geek Sauce. Hi, my name is Aaron Hendricks, and I'm a graphic designer here in Los Angeles, and I'm a geek. Hi, my name is Donald Marshall. I am a video game professional, and I, too, am a geek. Hi, my name is Matt King. I'm a writer and director here, an actor, I guess. Wow, I just, wow, Freudian. <laughs> uh, here in Los Angeles, and I, too, am a geek. I just... And, I, and apparently a closet samurai. I'm like, Well, the, yes. I'm, yeah, I got, I got... Rocking the samurai top knot. Your I hair have, is very long. I have very, very long hair right now. Yeah, we, we are the alternatively hairy geeks this week. My... Because Aaron's Don- shaggy, I am bearded, and Matt's a samurai. I love your beard. Oh, well, I think you. your beard looks great. I'm I going, like the beard too. I'm going for a new level yeah. of dignity. Yeah, it it works. It definitely <laughs> works for you. I, as someone who Makes you me know, look old. this is Movember for me. Yeah. <laughs> Matt has two whiskers. Yeah, I look like two. the I look like the thrown out member of Menudo, and uh, <laughs> it's it's terrible. But uh, yeah, I grew I grew out my hair because, which my wife hates. Really? Oh my god, she hates it. Wow, she hates it so much. She just wants. She's like, cut it. Hates it. She likes a clean cut man. She, she in likes the house. a clean cut man. She thinks I look like a hippie. See, I am one of those people where I think the significant other gets to choose your hairstyle, but it goes both ways. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, and she's well because the significant kinda. other is the one that has to look at it. Exactly. You know? yeah. She hasn't. She hasn't gotten the mom cut yet. No, no, no. Well, she wants to get the mom <laughs> oh, cut. She wants to get the boy. shortened mom cut. And I keep on going. Keep it long. Keep it long. <laughs> Well, if you get to make that call, just saying, we're gonna get some emails. No, admittedly, <laughs> admittedly, your your look is your part of your uh, your income. So yes, exactly. That is part of the call. Exactly. I, I was to, I get to audition for Wong Fei Hong today. Do you you will understand this? You know who Wong Fei Hong is? I'm blanking. He's he's the Chinese James Bond sort of. He's the okay. he, played by Jackie Chan, I believe, in Drunken Master. But I'm maybe completely bullshitting there. But uh, oh Master. yeah 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 but, okay yeah but but he, he's this sort of uh, he's an herbalist. He's this uh, amazing guy. He's he's sort of the Chinese James Bond, and he, mm-hmm. he actually existed, and he was this amazing martial artist and all these other things, and. Um, Jet Li's played him. Jackie Chan's played him. I think um, I remember you know, Jet Li. I think yeah. Donnie Yen has played him. Um, but the thing about it is, is that that he's a he's a really iconic character. And they called me into to Hulu today to to try out for the character for um, oh god, it's a new, it's a Hulu uh, western. It's called Quick Shot, I think. Hmm. Um, and uh, it was bizarre because I went in and I said, you know, this is the character, and what do you think? And Jet Li played it, and and and, and where are you guys in there? And they were like, well, it's sort of just the name. <laughs> oh, God. I was like, oh, wow. well, all that character reparation I did, well, never mind that. <laughs> Ow. It happens. Never mind. Never mind. It's sort of like, I mean, can well, you imagine, you know, like, your, your character, you're, you're, like, they go, you're playing James Bond. <laughs> And you walk in, and the guy's like, or you're even better, you know, because it's unusual. You're mm-hmm. playing Sherlock Holmes. Mm-hmm. Now, and you walk in, and they go, no, 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 he's just, just that name, really. Name. He's, he's actually an accountant. He's not Sherlock. No, he's, 
He's just he's like he's a, a hot dog. He's ninja. like a he's like a hot you know snarky roommate guy, right? You know? Right. <laughs> well, yeah. that's weird. How was everybody's geek week? Good. I'm, I'm sort of gearing up for the holidays. It's been uh, uh, sort of a bit of a slog this week. Got some family issues going on, but. Uh, but I'm, I'm catching. Uh, yes, welcome to the season. Yes, but uh, I have been catching up on a series. I swear, I think I mentioned it on the last episode. I sw- I I am not a CW watcher. Mm. I was huh. I was Im- so embarrassed to be watching Arrow. Like mm-hmm. I was watching Arrow, going like I can't believe I'm watching something on the CW. I really liked the pilot. And then I watched the next three episodes, and I wanted to put a spoon in my eye. No, I still liked it. I mean, I still watch it, but uh, I, but I have inhaled, inhaled over the past two months. Supernatural, supernatural, uh, inhaled it. I am now up to date. Like I'm three episodes behind. Then it's just I so. How is really? Your, how is your inner, inner teenage girl doing? <laughs> you know what though? It's it's. I am actually watching it, and it's the guy bones in me that are getting tickled, not the girl. You know, it's uh, really? yeah, it's it's a brother relationship thing that I really enjoy. <laughs> it's like I'm watching these two guys going like, "This is the brother relationship I want to have." <laughs> well, I mean, they don't have, I mean, <laughs> young teenage shows doesn't have to be moronic. I mean, they can still have decent. Yeah, but it's on CW, you know. I, Are they doing I, that really, really bad CW product placement thing that every CW show does? They didn't until this damn season. Like all of a sudden, like the incredible genius hacker is using Bing. Yeah. To hack everything, hack you view to the rescue. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just like when, when did which was happen? on which was on Sno- Smallville. Once. God, no, no, no. The worst one in Smallville is the Yaris by far. <laughs> Clark, you lost your powers. Take my Yaris. It's faster than all the others. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> no, that was just as bad as her. Like, oh my gosh, I left my my glasses somewhere. Yeah, you know, hack you view to the rescue. Yeah. But I think her, I think a lot well, of geek, they were like ten seasons. I think in, a maybe. lot of our geek listeners will get this though. Like the first season, I'm watching, going like, okay, everybody, all these people have been telling me how good this is. I'll keep watching. It's it's okay. And then season two begins, episode one. And I'm like, oh, something happened. Like, oh, what happened here? Like all of a sudden, like this is this is this is good. Like there's there's good writing here going on. What's going on? That's when Ben Edlund took over, oh, right? Okay. The writer of the Tick, right? And all of a sudden, like there's a like there's a snarkiness going on that's fun. It's sort of Whedon esque. But like, there's something underneath the sort of the way the tick had, hmm. where like, like the tick and Arthur always had this sort of goofy quality. Yes, but yes. like, but you liked them together. Mm-hmm. Like the tick and Arthur had to be together. You wanted to watch them oh, together, and that's the way the two brothers are. The series has gone on long enough where like there are way too many monologues about we're brothers. We're gonna go through hell together because man, you're my brother. brother. Right. And this is like, oh, oh no, no, dial it back, dial it back, dial it back. But you know, it's still I, I like it. You do like the snarky. I do like the snarky. Give me a little bit of snark. I, they have I'm the snarky on Dude, Shield. Dude, you love Tyrion. I'm you not, like snarky too. They have snarky on Shield. Yeah, but yeah. Tyrion's snarky, not the show. And the Shield yes. is snarky. Yes, Buffy no, was but, snarky. The no, whole the Buffy Shield is snarky. Buffy, but but it worked. I was I yeah, was a big defender of Shield when it launched. Uh, I, I held tight to it, and I'm still trying. To hold tight to it, but it's wearing thinner and thinner. I, as we I go love Motantrin. Uh, she's a friend of mine. Who? Motantrin. She's one of the creators. Her and Jed. Okay. She's married to Jed Whedon. Oh. Um, oh yeah, I know. And she is. Uh, and she's marvelous. She's one of the creators of Doctor Horrible. She is mm-hmm. a solid writer. And uh, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, the it's focus not... on the show is wrong. I agree. Although yeah. I was hoping there was obviously some conspiracy brewing. Um, you know, yeah. every episode, essentially, this 
secret entity is getting one more piece of this master plan, but they don't. It's not mysterious enough. There's nothing compelling about this secret force. Yeah, well, right now, there are no high stakes. There, there's no big stakes to the show mm-hmm. um, to keep you coming back. The ingenues, the 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 hacker and the big the young agent guy, mm-hmm. they don't they don't have charisma. Mm, no, like they don't pull me back. Like right. they can deliver the lines they're handed um, nicely. They they have a nice sense of humor when they, they're given the humor point, but they're real networky to me. Yeah, like. They yeah. look like they were born out of a network womb, and yeah. out come these actors. Yeah, I mean they're like, both <laughs> they are both breathtakingly pretty. Like right. they were the girl is cute as a cute yeah. as a button, and his jaw you could crack walnuts on that thing. You could but warhammer he, jaw. Yeah, know? but he's still kind of cute. He yes. doesn't look like he's going to rip your limbs off. Nope. He looks like he's non-threateningly manly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> he's a. He's a four quadrant hero. Yeah. Oh god. He's a four quadrant hero. Threateningly manly is my is, that is my second best term of the night. <laughs> I feel and, like, but it makes the entire it it makes the entire show tepid. Yeah. You know, and See, the thing is, I was watch I watched the I inhaled uh, the show Alphas all the way through. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. And I loved it. Second season. Second I, season got great. Got great. Yes. And I was but like, I, I was looking at, I was like looking at it, going. That's what Shield should have been. Yeah. Nope. Completely agree. Completely yeah. agree. Because there felt like there were stakes. Serious stakes. You know, and uh, and things came with difficulty. Yeah. You know, and when, people with no powers had to figure out. Yes. The way to, you know, it was great because it was it was oh we don't have powers, mm-hmm. but we control society. Mm-hmm. Society is us. Right. And so you know we can't control. You know you can blow up a building. But we can get these laws enacted, yes, and, it, and, right. it, and it was it was awesome. It well, was and really part awesome. of it, and the other part of it, I was just I, I read an article about this the other day. Um, when you win, you win at a price, hmm. right? That that gives a show sort of weight, right? Right. Um, and uh, uh, Doctor Who, the the latest arcs from the from the most recent writer, has run afoul of this, hmm. where the earlier writer, when when Doctor Who won, he didn't always win. You know, and sometimes when he won, right. he escaped, he, but at a price, but at he, a horrible price. Yes. But now, what the most recent writer done is he's gone back, and he's fixed all of the times whenever a cost was paid. Oh, he he, he went back and he brought that he person repaired, back to life. He repaired it, the storyline. Yeah, like this planet that was sacrificed is now no longer sacrificed. You know, and oh, that's awful. Yeah, but that's what I feel about Agent What's His Nuts being alive. Yes, no, I, I understand that, and and I was hoping that they were going to show us the the him being alive, what the cost of that was going to be, and yet that hasn't revealed itself either. And I, and I get what they're doing. That's the arc, right? Right. But making that that declaration of mm-hmm. what that cost is be the payoff for the first season mm-hmm. is making the first season feel light mm-hmm. because it makes it feel like there's really been no cost from coming back. Right. And the yeah, payoff. And all they need is a shot of him 
in like a dark closet space, like shivering and like you know, and then he comes out and they go, "What's wrong?" He's like, "Nothing, nothing." You know, it's yeah, like, just to tease yeah. it. Anything, <laughs> yeah, anything. At this point, they just that keep saying, just... "I was in, he was in Tahiti." Oh <laughs> uh, well, great, okay. And that, that's actually what they have done at this point is they showed him a shot of him in Tahiti getting a massage from a hot woman. I'm like, Ooh, right? Although the stakes. Although <laughs> although there was something insidious about the shot. Yes, but but only if you're really kind of trying to feel it, you know. Like, <laughs> right. you have to be reading into it, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Who knows? You know, know. first seasons can and, be. And rough. I will say the same thing about like as much as I enjoy Supernatural, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back on my word right now. Supernatural death is a revolving door. Mm-hmm. You know, every I think every character. That has a significant role has died at least three times at this point. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, people go back, go back and forth to hell, heaven, and now purgatory, like like they're running errands for milk. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So every time someone gets like shot through the head, you're just like, oh, okay. I wonder what's going to happen now. You know. Right. <laughs> yeah. So right. yeah. So stakes are important. Exactly. <laughs> Note that. Well, moving on. I uh, have my Xbox One. Oh, this was your Geek Week. This was my Geek Week. Excellent. Uh, We'll talk more about video games at the end of the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, I guess a quick review of my personally what I feel about it. Show us the way. And I wanted to to sort of peg you down about this because I don't know which one to get. Well, I don't know either. I do not have a PlayStation 4. Mm -hmm. I have done a lot of reading up on it Mm -hmm. uh, on both of them. Because I wasn't sure. I feel like every internet board is like, get a PlayStation 4. Don't even Well, first, I'll I'll tell you my opinion about that. Okay. Um, What I've understood is hardware-wise, it's pretty much the same thing. Okay. I've heard this from developers who say, yes, there are different things. PlayStation has more RAM. Xbox has a faster this or whatever. But in general, they're almost the exact same thing. Okay. It then becomes... The features on them, which are almost the exact same thing. You can watch Netflix on both of them. You can watch. You can record your your video uh, Xbox or your video games and upload them. Those are also very similar. Okay. Um, so really, it's what games do I want to be able to play on these right. things? And I feel like didn't PlayStation Four. I mean, my friend went to. Uh, I think it was. E3 and said all of the PlayStation games were great and all the Xbox ones sucked. I don't know what he's talking about. Okay. Um, like, I, I, for example, complete right, now, on my part, so. right now, they're all the same games. Okay. There are very few exclusives. There's like, there's one game, uh, first person shooter on the PlayStation, which is the Kill Zone. Right. If you like Kill Zones, you're going to like that. Those never. Those were always Halo knockoffs to me. Right. I'd rather play the next series of Halo. Okay. That's just my personal opinion, though. Um, I like Uncharted games, which I, that's why I love my PlayStation 3. But right. I only played those on PlayStation 3. I didn't really play anything else. And here's the th- reason why I got an Xbox over a PlayStation. Well, there's two things. One is I still don't trust PlayStation with their online service. service. Okay. They said it's going to be the same. They have never shown me in the past that the PlayStation is going to have the same type of online community that the Xbox does. Okay. 
I think Xbox is three, four years ahead of PlayStation on the community part. Okay. And I like playing easily with my friends. Sure. Two, and I think this is something that a lot of people are not, I think, realizing how important it is, is the Xbox has a pass-through on an HDMI pass-through, meaning what they want you to do is put your cable box outside of the system, run through the Xbox, and then into your TV. Okay. So the Xbox has this overlay in which you watch TV through. So you never have to switch to the game console if you want to play a game or any of those other things. It's always there. Mm -hmm. The Xbox is a billionth of a second away from you to playing a game, watching Netflix, doing all that stuff. Okay. And I think that is going to be the thing that gets people to, yeah, that's smart. to kind of play more Xbox. Like, and, all and, the, and PS4 does not do that. PS4 does not do that. Now, okay. some people might say, I don't really care about that. That's fine. Yeah, it doesn't matter that much to me because I am no longer, I, I, have, I, I have disconnected from cable. I, I, so you I, don't watch TV? I do not. I only, which is funny because I'm in it. But I only watch right. TV through Netflix or 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 through right, directly right. ordering it. Yeah. Well, then it's really it, it, kind of. I'm the, thinking like in another four years, that may not be a huge factor. It no, you're yeah. right, you're right, you're right. If if you can get all that content through yeah. your streaming, and then it will be your Xbox and your PlayStation will be very close to the same again. Right. So, I just personally like. In the past, I've liked playing my Xbox games. I like my Halos and that type of thing. Does the Xbox work as a as a as a digital recorder as well for your TV show? No, no, okay, no. I think that's a licensing thing, and none of them got that okay. license down. Now, right now, I wouldn't suggest buying it for anybody unless you just like gadgets. There's not enough games out right now. Okay. That that's my thing. That it matters. That matters, right? Okay. Like I have. I've so don't buy it for Christmas. Like if I was like, oh, maybe I should get this for myself for Christmas because my Xbox is getting old. Well, I mean, you can't play your old Xbox games on them, right? No reverse but compatibility. But if this is the time you're going to get it, as opposed to waiting an entire year, like I think Titanfall, which is coming out very soon, is going to be fun as hell. Which right. is first-person shooter, jump in mechs, blow things up. It, I was, think it looked like what Rifts looks like in my head. Right. <laughs> so that made me so happy. And that's going to be Xbox only. I'm okay. gonna wa- I really want to try out uh, the online, uh, yeah. Elder Scrolls Online. I, I do think at this point Titanfall may be the thing that moves systems. I like, think that's going to be yeah. the first exclusive game that's going to move a yeah. system. Uh, PlayStation, I'm sure, will when have one. Out? March first. Okay. It looks cool. Yeah. It, does look <laughs> it cool. looks so cool. <laughs> anyway, the games are fun on them, but uh, I would okay. wait. I, I actually am I am re-hold, withholding any comment on the systems. A friend of mine is a patent holder on the PS4, and he's a former Marine. So I'm okay. No, no comment. You don't want to. <laughs> I fear for my life. Should I say anything negative? Uh, uh, I'm not going to say anything negative about the play. I'm going to probably buy PlayStation. PlayStation 4 because uh, that's just me. I buy all that crap. Yeah. But I probably will wait for Uncharted 4. I love uh, the Uncharted series. When that comes out, it's going to be a system seller. I will buy a PlayStation 4 for Uncharted 4. You will buy a... <laughs> so you're going to buy a $500 and... Dollar game. And dollar game. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, there you go. That's an expensive game. Um, so... Crazy geek weeks for me was okay. one the World of Steam released. World of Steam... Boom! Came out. 
The first episode go watch is it. released on YouTube. Yes, go nice. watch it. Nice, YouTube. Um, we, we launched. We got a huge review on... We got a five out of five stars for the, for nice. the soundtrack. We got a five out of five stars for the episode. Nice. Um, so Lots of great comments lots on Lots of the, great comments on the YouTube channel. We need more hits. So if y'all have not seen it, watch go it watch it. Share it around. Tell everybody you know about it because it will help me. Uh, unduly make more, make more exactly. Did I, but I heard you. You got a very good start. Yes, we got a we got a very good start. We're right, you know, we're about thirty six thousand. Nice, like that in. that's a lot. Of, that's a great start. A lot of views. It's no. What did the fox? It's no say? Big Bang Theory. No, it's not. No, no big bang. <laughs> yeah, but but it's 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 okay. It's three point five percent of my goal. Congratulations! That's awesome. It was a lot of work. It's a lot of work. You, but it's out. It looks like a lot of work. Yes. It. Uh, it's got all sorts of great. Co- oh, you, the the best thing is you have to find all the, the best negative comments and collect them. Oh yes. Oh yeah, well. Those can are we, the can only, we do dramatic readings? It was really. There was one that was on Reddit, and this guy. He went for it. Yeah. Those are the best ones. He went for it. (laughs) He called me a filthy fucking thief. He went for it. Oh wow. What did you steal? And and so I didn't. (laughs) That's why it was like Well I know, but what did he what did he say? There's a there's a Russian um there's a Russian animated video that he says I I stole. An Russian animated video. Yes. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So perhaps we could do responses to some of the negative ones. As oh, a dear, I did. As a dear, I went as after a dear him. Demon Lord. You you commented oh. back. That's oh yeah. Not what you're supposed oh, to? Oh, I don't went. Do I went. That. I went right after. <laughs> you, no, I not only went. I went after. I, I went after him, and I was like, I was like, oh really? And the, you know, I, I challenged oh, him on no. it, and and we had a great discussion, and eventually he uh, he basically he apologized. <laughs> Well, that's good. Lisa didn't because. <laughs> meanwhile, my friends, those things normally blow. My friends out. next yeah. to me going, "Stop feeding the trolls! Yes. Don't feed the trolls! You do not don't feed do the that. trolls!" Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. We used to when we put think when we used to put our things online, we would try to collect the, yeah, the I mean, absolute worst ones and we'd share them to each I'm other. I'm a redditor. I, I believe that the red. I, I have yeah. a belief that the Reddit community is actually, you know, even though they're idiots a lot of the time, that 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 they're 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 still good within them. Well, it is, it is the internet. Let's not let's not go too far. Despite all this, I still believe that people are good at heart. Yes, exactly, I'm Frank. Ah. The, the the comments, the negative comments, hurt when they some for some reason when they spell out your name. <laughs> yes, that's when you're like you start laughing. You're like, oh man, they spelled out my whole name. Ah, <laughs> oh, crap. That's when you're like, oh shit. No, we've we've gotten a lot of good comments. People basically, a lot of people have said, you know, that that it made them cry. A lot of people have said that it that it that it really affected them. So that's I mean, good. What was amazing was uh, in the very last week, there's this moment of the show that wasn't working for me, and I went to some friends that I have over a digital domain. Um, you know, who did everything from Benjamin Button to Transformers to Titanic. Titanic. You know, they did everything. Um, but uh, a couple of friends of mine over there, they did a shot for me for the show. And, and, and you know, Zayf Mustafa, who who's did some incredible work for the show all the way through, you know, granted, you know, that's there. But then these guys decided to go, you know, throw their digital domain Deutschmark down on a table. Yeah, that was good of them. Uh, the Deutschmark's just, like, it's so solid it cracks the table. Oh. And so Digital domain Deutschmark. Oh, sorry, that's an in joke that from a friend of mine that I'm just completely bringing out in here. Nobody. You're doing in in jokes that about. we don't even get. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry about that. Let alone apologize. the people listening to us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you could just feel all the blank stares coming at us over the podcast. Huh? <laughs> what does he mean by that, Raggy? Yeah. So that, and then uh, this last week, I've been relaxing by um, by uh, playing Batman Arkham Origins. Oh, right. 
which is awesome. And uh, like, he borrowed my, my copy. I just borrowed it from it's, Aaron. Yeah. Oh, did you just borrow it from me? I borrowed me? it from you. Yeah. Oh. No, I bought it. Oh, you borrowed it from me. I bought okay, it. Okay, sorry. It's awesome. I'm enjoying it. It's great. It's uh, like the others. You said you finished it, like, really quick. I... I decided before the Xbox One came out that I needed to finish certain games, so I only did only the story of certain games. Oh. So I didn't do... I didn't, you didn't bo- knock open the boxes or do the Riddler search. I don't think anything. I did one single Riddler thing. Oh. But I oh. also don't really like those in any of those but games. But it's a sandbox game. How are you going to do a sandbox game and not do the sandbox? I needed to finish some games. <laughs> I had too many unfinished games, uh, and I, I was you, like, I, I wasn't necessarily a big fan of the Riddler things in the last mm-hmm. one, right. but uh, but some of the side missions were awesome. They're awesome. One. Yeah. Um, should what we do we geek news? Yeah. Sure. 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 Why not? Geek news. Da, 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 I don't da, da, have da, 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 da. geek news. That many things. In fact, there's just more mentions. But I'll start. Uh, Brian Singer announced that X-Men Apocalypse is coming in 2016. Now, when I mentioned this to people who are really into comic book fans, really comic book fans, they were like, okay, I was getting tired, but if they're doing the Apocalypse, and I'm kind of in, including Clint. He was, he was yeah. excited about that. I I'm have to not. say, this was also kind of connected to the Wonder Woman announcement showing uh, who they were casting as Wonder Woman for the new... Uh, I think she looks like her. I just think she's tiny. She's I, yeah, scrawny. In my exact same words. Yeah. But you like, know I what? I saw a face shot of her at first and it was like, oh! And then I saw a side shot of her and I was like, oh. She's teeny weeny she's weeny. She's teeny weeny weeny. But you know what? And she's not tall either. I feel burned out. Really? Like, it really didn't affect me. I'm really starting to get burned out in the superhero movies. There's mm. like four of them um, summer Th- now. There are. What bugs me about this, what bugs me about this is that this is DC's chance to revamp the genre on DC's side. The same way that, that, that Iron Man did on Marvel's side. Yeah. And they're effing it up. And it bothers me. And it, and what's interesting is that they're either effing it up or they're taking such a huge risk that you don't even see. Right. Well, I mean, you know, I right. I like either Ben I was not a fan. I was not a fan be... of Heath Ledger either. So you know, well, I, mean, I like, eat my crow. On one that. thing about this that I liked was they they went on a limb on an unknown right. for her, you know. But then she, it's an unknown up against Ben Affleck. But it's such an you know, interesting and, concept to be able to say, all right, you know. Let's do it like the old action comics, and we start with Superman. He's the center. And then from there, we're going to do Superman versus Batman. That's going to be, you know, that's what they came out that's of Comic-Con. Step two. And that's step two. Great idea. Who's not going to go see that film? Yeah. And then Ben Affleck made me go, ah. You know, mm-hmm. like, when, especially when I, when I found out that their initial choice was uh, Josh Brolin, um, which I was like, oh, that would have been really, really interesting. Um, By the way, I love the way Batman looks in Arkham. Uh, or what's Arkham City? Arkham Origins. Yeah. Arkham Origins. Yeah, he, he they modeled this guy. He looks great, and he gets scruff throughout the yeah. night. It looks great. Yeah, it's, it really it's, does. It's, look it's really it's it's really fun. But I mean, what, one of the other things was just just that that I felt like they have this chance to create the Justice League in the same way they created the Avengers, and I and I feel like they're botching it a little bit. I mean, I, I'm still I, I want Carl Urban to be Batman, but you know. Because uh, I saw yeah. Dread and I was like sold. Yeah, absolutely. I. You know, but what's, what's yeah. weird? You haven't seen Arrow yet, have you? 
What, the TV show? Yeah, I mean, the no. ongoing the T-show. Oh, I've seen the first four episodes. Okay. And, and then they and you made haven't me seen it all. No, no. Okay, what I find hilarious is if you if you go back and you watch the TV show, it's so clear they wanted to do a Batman TV show mm. and just for some reason couldn't get it together. And it's... Ah. Well, they It is are. Batman. They're just they right. just are like oh, he's a millionaire he's a vigilante well isn't that he what, what uh, isn't that, uh, that what Oliver was anyway yes but uh, but Oliver but uh, Green Arrow is tonally very different from Batman right I thought he, he's supposed to be the hippie right he's supposed to be he's more of like he's he's Robin Hood he's lighthearted he's right. sort of wise yeah he's not going to break your kneecaps and right. feed it to you well on, yeah. the, on the he's Warner Brothers cartoon and he's blah, 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 on the Warner blah, blah, Brothers blah. cartoon he's the voice of vapid liberalism which is just <laughs> cracks me up yeah I mean <laughs> he sounds like my parents I mean, in the, <laughs> dad what are you doing in my no. <laughs> like if the DC universe had real life cities Green Arrow would be defending Portland right you know no, exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. But if you go watch this, like, it, like they tried to set up a Joker character uh. who just sucked and they killed him. Um, and like, so he has the uh, the police detective that's his like his inside person, and it's it's just so hilarious how bad they wanted well, to be. Does he have a big Batman. arrow in the you sky know, or something? You know, there is a Commissioner Gordon pilot in pre-production. It might be a CW show. <laughs> Like the beginning days of C- Commissioner Gordon. I'm wondering if CW had like a legacy contract from all the Warner Brothers stuff, so Maybe. they have all the DC stuff. Maybe it's a really interesting idea. What uh, Warner Brothers and oh, uh, I don't without they have a legacy contract? No, I don't know because Warner Brothers had a contract with DC. Right. So when well, CW, they're part- yeah, they're partners. Warner Brothers and DC are partners. Yeah, like flat out. So I mean, I, I know CW was like a merger between Warner Brothers and something else, but I don't know what the state. Hmm, of stuff I have to look is. that up. If that's the case, then all DC shows are going to go to CW. Interesting. Sure. Yeah. Interesting. Well, you know, when they were first developing um, Smallville, they were gonna. It was either going to be Young Batman or Young Superman. That was the choice. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and they decided to go young Superman. So they've had this idea of getting the big, you know, the origin story as a TV series has been out there forever for them, mm-hmm. and they keep trying it over and over and over. So I liked Smallville for four seasons. Yeah, I, I think too. that's when I stopped watching too. <laughs> and then. What did it? Didn't it go eleven or something like that? It went oh, eleven. It went, I mean, yeah. Tom Welling is just enormously rich, and like, do you know what I'm start? What I'm starting to binge watch? What is Chuck? It's a cute show. I thought you liked Chuck back in the well, day. Well, I only, I only got like a like a season in. That's right. one of those shows that eventually became corporately owned. Like all of a sudden, just Subway just owned their ass. Yeah. Well, wow. You know, seems they just awesome. wrapped that show in a little wax paper piece and handed it out to people. Any other news? Uh, yeah. Um, there is, and I'll put out the the link, but uh, there is a petition to the International Astrom- Astronomical Union to rename the newly discovered planet HD 106906b to Gallifrey. Oh. In honor of the 50th anniversary of who? That's adorable. Uh, and so I, I think it's a great idea. Um, it's, you know... It's a planet. It's a newly discovered planet. Why How do, not? Yeah, name it Gallifrey. Um, I have a star named after me. Yeah, Mindy. Mindy got me a star. Yeah, that's cool. Star for my birthday way back in the day. It's, Can you it's find in it? the Taurus constellation. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know how much. I don't know like what board says. Yep, we are going to name it this. <laughs> I, I, this planet, I, I, this I love the idea. So I hope that the, the petition works and and and. 
because I mean, how great would that be? That, that would be, you know, three thousand years in our future. Some some human ship manages to make it there, and boom, it's Gallifrey. Oh, that was cool. Gallifrey one. By the way, the the um, this is I, I don't have a, any documentation Paper on it. Yeah, but the new plasma rocket. Uh, they just finalized this new plasma rocket that's going to make it capable make it capable for us to make it to Mars in 39 days uh, hmm. using this, this rocket down from 90 I think was the was the previous estimate so 39 days to make it to Mars it's fantastic because everyone's going to be completely yeah. squashed on the back wall <laughs> well there's a YouTube video of watching the, the, the rocket go through its four stages of firing and it's, it's like pretty, what type of G4 wow. it's really, but you know what I looked at the rocket because it, it shines a very particular plasma blue mm-hmm. and all i could think was the 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 big engines on the back of the death star <laughs> yeah <laughs> Not on the on the star destroyer. star destroyer and i was like oh star destroyer <laughs> engines <laughs> how like, much like, I, okay what is what does it say about me the first thought that goes to my head is like how much fuel like what what would that cost yeah like well, how would they get back you know like well i mean if you can i think they found if you can crack water on the moon and then, then you just have hydrogen and you can just I don't know how fuel. plasma engine runs, yeah, exactly. so who knows? who knows? They might have. Yeah. Could be a one-way trip. Could be a one-way they, trip. They have. There are plans on. There's what a movie. It would take. There's a great movie, right there. Yeah. There's your great movie. Um, all right. This is another little quick mention. Telltale Games, which is the people who brought us. I, I think I mentioned this before. I'm not sure, but they're doing the Game of Thrones. They officially announced they're doing a Game of Thrones game. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Isn't there already a Game of Thrones game? Well, this is kind of done in their in, kind of in the comic vein of book. the Walking Dead and the uh, the the uh, fables. Fables, games okay. Released. And they're also doing a Borderlands one that also was just announced. Really? So Borderlands, which was done by another studio, they're going to do a, another separate storyline with characters. Huh. In which it kind of they already look it's already cell shaded so yeah it's a very similar like, yeah I mean, that's interesting so they're so Telltale is kind of using this this animated comic book look engine yeah to uh, kind of snap up all sorts of I, they basically already have the animation engine in all they need to do is plug in the new assets and then really honestly the stories are probably the hardest well part. that's what I'm that's yeah. what I'm thinking it's like listen just because you can do it. It's really about whether you have good writers. Yeah. Because at this point, you're not blowing us away by, like, you know, graphic fidelity. Yeah. It's about whether a five-part video game, because I'm sure they'll break it down yeah. episodic, is r- written really, really well. Yeah. And that your decisions are making big changes the in the us. story. Yeah. Um, I mean, I The know. Walking Dead game was one of the best things I saw last year, and uh, Wolf Among Us, the first one... Is good. Is, it is damn good. It is damn so, good, yeah. They, they got my money so far. Hopefully it's the same writers. I mean, I don't know who if they have a writing staff that they're keeping or if they're getting freelancers, but they seem to be kind of nailing it. I, I mean, so. I, I know they've been hiring new creative directors and writers, so yeah. I know that much. Uh, any other news? Nope. I'm, I'm, I have I'm one good. more. <laughs> Um, Snowden. Snowden. Okay. Snowden. He was just, voted. Yeah. Was Snowden he? just announced or released some more information, as he's always doing, that the NSA was spying on World of Warcraft and Xbox Live, or so, or is. Oh, I didn't hear about that. That they're using that they're that the NSA uh, and other uh, uh, agencies around the world 
think that the like the Xbox Live. Uh, party system or in the chat system can be used for meetings of terrorist groups around the world. And so they started, by the way, my every, Xbox... Every time you say Xbox. Xbox my Xbox One over there yeah. thinks I'm uh, doing a search. Um, anyway, so they're spying on your World of Warcraft and your Xbox Live trying to see if you're a terrorist. <laughs> can you imagine wow. them oh, trying to figure out if that 13-year-old oh, who's God. calling you gay or whatever. It's exactly. Is a terrorist. Just reading through all of that. And like, God, get out of our party chat, you noob. Exactly. <laughs> You're gay. What, what, are You're you trying gay. To, what are you trying to damage over time? <laughs> How do you know that you person mean? is not, in fact, an NSA agent? Exactly. Good point. I'm just saying. He's deep, deep undercover. I'm deep, just deep, saying. Deep. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> NSA agent. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, you uncovered him. Alright, well that's enough of the weird news. Why don't we move on to our subject? Woo-hoo! Let's do. Every, it's like saying, well, the, you know, your the, the, the sidewalk outside is public. They can just look through your windows. Doesn't mean it's a good policy for your government to feel like that they can just snoop because there's a public forum. And How about they just don't snoop? Yeah, I'd rather. Well, that's they didn't, really but. that's a, that's a really really nice idea, and I don't think it hits the the. It, it, where the rubber hits the road, I don't. I don't think it stands. But I'm of the 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 double opinion that there's the one side, which is the, the which is the side of me that goes, you know what? We need to live in a world where this is unacceptable, mm-hmm. where this is absolutely unacceptable. And then the other side of it is is Jack Nicholson going, "You want me on that wall? You need me on that wall?" And you, there's the, the, you know, there's that part of it yeah. who, who who basically goes, you know what? This gives foreign countries that we had a lot of leverage over who knew we were already doing this and who were doing it against us mm-hmm. room to basically say you know okay well oh you mean the yeah. snowden outing yeah, us you snowden mean. outing well, yeah. i think it i think you them- and i have, you and i completely agree on this i think we've had this conversation before mm-hmm. where i think it's the role of the government to be awful and it's the role of the citizenry it's to say... because we both like that episode of Babylon 5, and we don't really want them to be that awful. Well, and I, I think it's the role of the government to be awful, and right. it's the role of the citizenry to always be pushing back. Right. Mm, I you know? don't really believe that. I, I do. I mean, I, I think there are safeties that... I don't think it's well, the role of government to try to, um, to try to harm its citizens. No, I, I, don't, think, I don't think that... By listening in, they're intentionally trying to harm anyone. You know, I, well, I think they are. No, I think they're intentionally trying to keep people safe. I think in the the citizenry sees it differently than yeah. But that's like saying, else. well, if we just sh- if we just shack if we lock everybody in their homes, we'll all be safer. Don't you think that's the way a parent sees it with for his children? The government's not my parent, but I'm saying that it's all a matter of perspective. Yeah, that's the perspective the that I don't believe The citizenry needs in. to look at it differently and needs to try and hold their leaders accountable 
differently yes. than the, the more leadership than clicking is going a like button on a fa- on Facebook. Yeah. but I think there. I think it is. Why don't we get up in March anymore? That's what I don't understand. Yeah, no, people do. You know, Tea but par- I, what Tea I'm Party saying did. is that there's a balance that needs to be hit by government pushing in one direction and the citizenry pushing in another. Well, that will always be the case because yeah. people in power want more power. But I don't think that's what it should and be. So do citizenry. Yeah, and they should. And yeah, yeah. I, you should pr- be protecting yourself. But Absolutely. I don't think that's what it should be. I just think that is the way it is. My problem. See, I have two main main problems. Well, one. By I'm the agreeing, way, I'm agreeing. This I'm is gonna, us, but this is behind the scenes. We're supposed to be starting our topic. This, this is, is not, special extra. This is what we talk about right. when we're the mics are off. Right. <laughs> so I, I, I'm going to be the fence sitter. But you know, government is supposed to do for its citizen what what the citizens can't do for themselves, right? And to a certain extent understanding the nature of the technology that is being leveraged at us in terms of, a te- of sort of cybernetic warfare, mm-hmm. that is the job of my government to understand what's being leveled at me mm-hmm. and to provide adequate defense. Okay. And I think that, it, it, you know, while I don't agree with the methods by which they did it, Snowden outed our nuclear secrets in a certain way. You know, I and, really and don't believe. I think he showed that they overstepped their boundaries. They absolutely. So over, to me, know. that's all good. Like, I'm a person who thinks Snowden did the right thing because if he didn't do it, they would still be doing that shit, and they probably still will be. No, they still least, are. But the thing is, they still are. They're just doing it with slightly more oversight. Well, but you know, but they're lying to the people who are supposed to be to have yes. oversight over them, and yes. that is. A government that's a shadow government. Yes, that's a shadow government. When there are certain people who said, "You know what? I'm ignoring the Constitution. I'm ignoring the rules. I'm going to ignore my, ignore my boss, and I'm going to do it anyway." That's another government being installed right. in our government, making decisions. That's not good. And if somebody had to run his ass all over the world to get away from the shadow government to expose them, you know, it seems like we should be protecting them. They took over our government. Their bosses were supposed I, to know. Hold on now. I, if I'm understanding this correctly, none of that was illegal under the Patriot Act. The stuff that they were doing is perfectly legal. Well, That's the issue. Under well, the Patriot Act. Well, maybe, but, but, but anything's legal if the government, if, if, the, if you don't get caught. <laughs> right. Well, if no one's persecuting you, if no one's, if the government isn't persecuting, like for example, if you say the the law is that you can't um, jaywalk, but no cop has ever pulled anybody over for jaywalking, guess what? It's not illegal. You have to enforce it. And if their bosses say are the ones who are supposed to say what is right and what's wrong, interpreting interpreting, you know, the Patriot Act. Mm-hmm. And the people below them say, don't tell them we're going to do it anyway. That's illegal. Yes. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm on board with that. So, you know, their bosses, like our Congress, who say we didn't know this was going on. Which is questionable. Yeah, but, I, well, I they could be lying. that, too. They could be lying. But then we need to yeah. fire those people. Get them out of there. <laughs> dude, we're rolling into a re-election season. So I, I really question a lot of these people taking responsibility. My, my big thing is everything that we choose has a price. I mean, in life. Yes, right? absolutely. Everything we choose has a price. And to me, the price of a little bit more danger in my life, insecurity in our nation, 
to make sure that we don't have a police state, an oppressive, you know, this baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. Mm -hmm. They're going to be asking for more and more power. To me, that's worth it. Like, I'd rather be less secure and not have them up my ass about, you know, spying. Because one day, you know, somebody is going to need to... There's going to need to be a tea party, or there's going to need to be a... um, a, uh, who's the uh, any any grassroots movement right yeah. grass who's going to need it's going to they're going to need to make important statements they're going to need to make change and if the government is stalking them and arresting them or do what doing whatever the government does mm-hmm. then this is not good yes no, we're in agreement that them like tapping everyone's phones is bad is bad well, that's all you know, that Snowden. But what all I'm say. saying is that there's needs to be a correct channel for them to listen in in appropriate circumstance. Uh, right, I agree. Of course, you know, yes. I, I I think closing down the channel for that entirely is insane. You're right, uh, of course. You know, okay, but yes, just like you know, uh, getting a wiretap for criminals, a judge. You know, needs to make that decision. Yeah. I do not want so the cops our dif- just to think that ba- or our disagreement is basically oversight, the level of oversight. Yeah, like for yeah. for me, like a uh, part of the thing with the Patriot Act that I found, if I understand it correctly, and my my understanding may not be perfect, let me state that outright. Was uh, uh, I believe Patriot Act broadened the ability to get uh, get permissions, mm-hmm. get the 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 legal stuff, sign-offs from judges, so that you could uh, get the legal sign-off after the after. fact, <laughs> um, which existed before. Right. Like, you could extreme also, case, yeah. Right. But in this case, you no longer actually had to get the sign-off. You, like, you didn't have to go get sign-off whether or not it was appropriate. You could go in, do the investigation, and then if it wasn't, if it didn't pan out, you just didn't have to go to the judge. Hmm. It just didn't pan out. So but, but the other no thing harm, is, no you foul. know, we're talking about the you government know. now collecting Every bit of data streaming out of Google and storing it and doing big data searches on it. That's treating us all like, uh, you know, suspects. If I understand correctly, though, that's not necessarily descriptive of of what's actually going on. They are connecting upstream... From Google and all those guys and right. collecting all their data. But it's, not like, some, I, but it's th- not like some, like there are banks of operators sitting there listening to your conversation. No, worse. It's, it's a computer who can do word searches and yeah. then find you. Right. So I'd it's rather like, have a, le- a poor lady trying to do it than well, a computer like, who is like... It's somebody like a computer going through all these conversations saying like, okay, World Trade Center bombing yeah. uh, Tuesday. Okay, guess what, you know? Don? You just, you just ended up on a list. Yes. And that shouldn't be the And so the I case. get flagged and then they listen to that conversation and then I get exonerated. That is not how the government should work. We should be able to. I think that sort of thing horrifies me far less. Oh man, like, I'm so not. That, I'm not horrified by <laughs> by specific trigger words getting flagged, but oh, as man. long as it's not like so, you, you're as long okay. as it's not the word terrorism, right? Like one word. Like mm-hmm. if there's a specific set that has been flagged for a reason, right? Like we have we have intelligence mm-hmm. saying that next Tuesday in Des Moines mm-hmm. uh, at the State Capitol Mall, mm-hmm. you know, uh, if the hot dog cart, 
there's going to be an act of some issue, right? So there is a data set right. that we, are, we are, have an immediate threat right. coming yeah. up, for, and we have a knowledge of this. You're objecting to a data sweep of information See, here, that could here, prevent wait, wait, loss wait, wait, of life. Wait, 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 wait. Is that correct? No, that's a question. No, no, absolutely. Let me, let me, let me. That's a question, not a statement. Can I try for the question for a second? Yeah. Because I'm literally sitting in between you guys going, I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with that. I think one of the issues with that specific question is not that they're going to data sweep for that information and then find the bad guys and get them. That would be a really nice situation. The problem is, from the, the things that I've run into, is that they find people who go on boards, and they, they find them and they say, oh, you've said these things. Let's send in an FBI agent. And that FBI agent says, oh, well, do you, wanna buy, do you wanna buy a bomb? You wanna buy a bomb? You wanna buy a bomb? Hey guys, you wanna buy a bomb? And this has happened. This has happened a number of times. Yes. And that's entrapment. Fundamentally, that's entrapment. And the first step of finding that is, in, is, is that, is that, is that sweep of that digital Im- information. And basically saying, just because you mouth off on a board, that then you're a suspect. You're a suspect, and it's allowable for you to, to be entrapped. And, okay, to, I, I to get answer what you're your saying qu- there, but to me, that's, that's a longer chain of events. Okay. To answer your question is like, you know, it's kind of like person of interest. The computer says, you know, this person is going to go make a bomb, is going to meet a certain place and bomb, and then the cops show up and catch me. Sure. That would be amazing. Sure, fine. But the cost is, uh, let's, let's, let's bring this technology back to the 60s. Martin Luther King. Sure. They spied on that guy. Yes. Imagine everything he said and everything he did was targeted by the government and they said i want you to get rid of that guy if he if he tweeted something to a another woman i want it public if uh, let's crush this man okay they would be able to do that if they grabbed absolutely everything okay oh that is a very very different scenario than the one that i posited yeah, you just put you just put good keywords that help you. I'm just saying. Yeah, and but what you're doing is you're applying focused, right. singular, laser-like precision on a single person. And what I'm saying is you're looking for a broad keyword set over an entire population of the eastern seaboard. That's right. a very different thing. That's yep. not going to. But the problem is, is that 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 will that's where that's where it will start. Yeah, um, that's but, where it will start. But, and then but, we'll, but then that's a very different thing. But eventually, you'll that, have that to. That may lead you. To six or seven suspects, they may lead you to one person. But the way you react after you find that one person, that that becomes investigation. Right, but those those six or seven suspects might be Martin Luther King. That's entirely possible. But that is that is human investigation at that point, and that's well, they could investigate just a- people. They can investigate at afterwards. that point. That's just people at that point. I mean, that's that that at that, that point, it's the question of in, uh, the investigator. All righty. You know? I think we should move on. All right. I wish we could find, like, we need to find, like, an expert about oh, law enforcement. I'm, I'm sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're, like, talking out of our Oh, we're totally. Here, wait. Let me give a like, weird fact. Oh, no. All right. Ready? Just to close it out because it has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> okay. All right. Because you mentioned Martin Luther King. It just made this occur in my head. All right. Helen Keller. Excuse me. Sorry. Not Helen Keller. Um, uh, uh, um. Jewish girl in the attic. Uh, Anne Frank. Anne, Anne Frank, Frank. Who I quoted <laughs> earlier in yeah. the show. Right. So, Anne Frank. <laughs> yeah. 
Martin Luther King, right? Born in the same year. But if you say their names, they, they make you think of two completely different time periods, even though effectively they would have been the same age. Strange. This was another weird thing. Is, uh, sorry, blew my mind. Uh, the uh, uh, Queen Elizabeth and Marilyn Monroe, born like days apart. Yeah. Really? <laughs> okay, that's see, that blows my mind. Somebody said. Somebody said. You know? Did you know that Oxford is older than the Aztec Empire? Blew my mind. You mean it survived longer? No, it's ten, ten, fifty, ten, something like that. It's when Oxford was founded. Oh, you mean the town? No, no, no. I mean the university. The university? The university. Yeah. The university has been around since 10-something? 10 10-something. 10 yeah. Hold on. The University of Oxford has been around since before the Viking invasions. That's what they said. I went and I looked up on Wikipedia, and sure enough. Not that it's Wikipedia. Really? It's Wikipedia. Yeah. There what, were what? universities before the Vikings? <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, why don't we save this conversation <laughs> and start over again? Okay. <laughs> we'll just put this aside. Our topic is... I mean, like, literally, save it and restart okay. for easy editing. Because that was a tangent. <laughs> All right. For those of you who like tangents on our show, there's a doozy. <laughs> but... Our topic has nothing at all to do with what we were just talking about. No. Our topic... 1096. Sorry. Wow. 1096. 1096. Established in 1096. That has to do with the tangent we just said. Sorry. Our our topic tonight is the state of our genres. The state of our genres. Uh, Clint actually brought this up. I'm not sure why he couldn't join us tonight. but uh, Jerk, Clint, jerk. I think it was a, a conversation after uh, Elysium, we were ta- which was that uh, crap movie that came out. We were talking about like the state of cyberpunk. Right. Like, it's just different. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different than Although it used- the video game's coming out, and I'm so excited, I can't stand it. Well, we'll bring that up in just a moment. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't stand it. So I, I think exciting. we have to wipe down Matt's seat. Oh, God, yes. The genre of cyberpunk, uh, which was huge in the 80s mm-hmm. and kind of established a, a look and a feel, right. has changed. Right. And I was thinking, well, geez, man, my vampire genre has changed a lot oh, yeah. recently, oh, too. Sh- so I thought he. maybe that's a conversation of just talking about where the state of our genres are. All right. Sure. Love it. What's the state of our genre? <laughs> well, let's start. Well, you want to start with a list? I mean, what, the, the genre, the example, the... the yeah, I, I love Don's spreadsheet here. Why don't we use, why don't we use it? Uh, yes, I'm trying to open up Don's the Google Doc on my uh, iPad here. Love it, love it. 7% left on my battery. Right. Uh, so <laughs> let's start... Um, yeah, we started with the well, sci-fi... Yeah, I mean, I divided these up into different categories. Love right? it. So the categories that I went with were uh, sci-fi... Space, uh, the sci-fi space slash aliens. All right, let's go with that. It's kind of like the, mm. kind of like the the uh, space opera. Right, yeah, exactly. The- so, like some examples from that would be Star Wars, Star Trek, Babylon Five, and Firefly. Yeah, right. Right. These are ships flying around in space. If you run into an alien, this BSG is what we're totally. About. This genre is not hurt at all. No. This one, this no. one is like one of the first things we did as soon as we had a camera. Straight line from Heinlein all the way here. Oh, interesting. I was reading about uh, 2001, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that Kubrick had an option on um, on the story Childhood's End. 
and really, hmm. really, really wanted to do this story, Childhood's End. And I actually wanted to incorporate the aliens from Childhood's End into 2001. And, Ooh, and, I'm glad and, that didn't happen. And 50-year-old spoiler alert, the end of Childhood's End, the aliens are devils. They are literally winged, horned, <laughs> right. goat-footed that devils. That would not work in that movie. And, and, and Childhood's End is, the, I don't know if you've read the book, no. a fantastic book, basically... Aliens come down, they give us a lot of stuff, they work with us to the end of the planet Earth, but they never reveal themselves. They never allow themselves to be seen. Um, But they have an interaction with us until finally 200 years after they've been on the planet, they reveal themselves. And they look like devils, and they go, you couldn't have handled it unless you had us around for 200 years. Gotcha. But we've been here for a very long time. Hmm. And it's great. It's it's a a really... But he wanted to incorporate that in 2001 and, and, and did not. Sorry. Tangent. That was another tangent. Sorry, sorry about that. I'm, a, I'm on a uh, roll. What I was going to say, though, is that, like some of the oldest film franchises and even TV franchises are from this particular genre. Right. Like uh, Buck Rogers, Flash Gordon. But it's always you know? had tr- – it's always kind of had trouble. It has. It's, it's like big franchises and big uh, – and some of these, uh, you, know, you know, like Star Trek and Star Wars, is, they were established – but it's hard to kind of get a one-off well, in the moving TV mm-hmm. genre. What's it's interesting books. is that it that it went o- that it started off huge, with, huge, yeah. and it started off with really creating the idea of what we consider sci-fi to be. You know, and, and uh, right. uh, asking these difficult questions of asking mm-hmm. moral questions, of, and also uh, get a look criticizing rocket society. ships and a, you know, aliens exactly. and rubber suits yeah. were kind of there. And then it went away from it, and it became sort of about the props of the genre, yes. as a, as opposed, you know, in the background of the genre, as opposed to the genre itself. It became about space. It became about the ships. It became about the I laser put, gun. I put Star Wars in that things. category. I, I love the first movie, but the first Star Wars movie is a spectacle, and it relies a lot. I mean, it's a simple it's, storm the castle. It's still the heroes. It's, it's still not the heroes a, but it's not a big idea movie. It's a no. well-crafted story with no. Laser guns and spaceships. No, but it is playing yeah. with it, it. It's not. It's Star the Trek. idea. The, the big idea that it's playing with because it's you know it's the root of everything is that it's good and evil. You know, and 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 yeah. when you're when you're playing with the idea of good and evil, but it's that's not, why it's Star. That's why well, Star Wars is a great entry drug because it's good for kids because you're you know that that's one of the first big concepts that you can get across to a kid is you're saying this is the concept of good versus evil. Well, mm-hmm. I think those are the good guys, those are the bad guys, and this is the this is the gray area in between. With with uh, this particular genre, is one of those ones you actually have to look at twice, because often it's just a mask over another genre, mm. like Firefly. I love Firefly. Firefly is a western. Yes, yes. You know, um, it, it, with some different props. Yeah, with some different props. It has some fantastic elements added on to mm-hmm. it, but ultimately it's a western. Yeah, Battlestar Galactica is a post-apocalyptic story. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It's so it's but it's uh, ultimately. This genre, uh, the sci-fi space alien combo, going strong, always has been oh, yeah, strong, yeah. ain't going to go away anytime. But soon. do you? What do you? In our future, what do you feel like we we've got that? I mean, we we have a new Star Wars. Yeah, we have a new, probably a huge ton of Star Wars coming. Probably more than we've ever seen mm-hmm. ever in our lives. Mm-hmm. It's probably about ready to start next year. And sigh. And this could be good or bad, as we know. We've Sigh. seen. Hey, I'm actually getting kind of excited about it yeah, now. After After Avengers, I don't think Disney is a necessarily a death sentence. No, but I'm worried about J.J. Abrams. Not more than I'm worried about Disney. 
I don't know. I mean, I, I look at the like Star Trek had... movie, and the Star Trek movie would have been better suited for Star Wars. It would have. Star Trek is essentially he wanted to make a Star Wars movie, as but as long as Damon Lindelof doesn't write it, I'm totally fine. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm yeah. totally fine. I Definitely. mean, I love Damon Lindelof. If Damon Lindelof wants to begin any screenplay. <laughs> That 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 I will let him write the first forty pages of any screenplay and ever, then hand it to somebody and else. Totally, just be totally good with handing it to Irving Kirshner right after that. <laughs> but but do we or have Darabont. any? Do we have any? I mean, are there going to be any more Star Treks? You mean new ones? Yeah. Well, um, I mean, there were seventeen plots in Khan, so yeah. You but I mean, are we going to see? Are we going to see another Star Trek TV show? I, d- I just don't know if... Oh, that's a very valid question that I have not thought of. Well, yeah, I think there will be another Star Trek TV show, definitely. Um, may, it may need a few more years to sort of go dormant again, but it'll happen. But, and, but you mean another sh- space show? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I actually just don't know. Um, I just don't think the... the, the it, it hasn't come around again. Nobody's, yeah. nobody's done it right yet. You know, yeah. Nobody's done, done it... Yeah, nobody's done it right yet. We, yeah. we, I don't know if space necessarily captures the imagination the way it used to. Mm-hmm. Um, it may again in the future, but that's just not necessarily where our brains are going right now mm-hmm. for imagination. Like, uh, how and many kids do you know that grow up thinking they want to be astronauts now? Well, it's because we haven't gone. Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, they direct can't do relations. Because <laughs> we haven't gone to space. Yeah, you know? but but that's not a dream we instill in our children anymore. Which is so sad because it's the only profession that trumps rock star. We don't really have like an exploration show, do we? No, of any sort. Well, we don't think of. We think of. I think a lot of people think of Duck Dynasty. Um. I think people <laughs> think of like most of the world as having been explored now. Like I, I don't think people Which is the so only, untrue. So the only yeah. genre would be like deep sea deep or sea. space. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I think, I think it would be more likely to see like a deep sea exploration show before. Okay, space. so they that well, they, it's interesting because they tried with Terra Nova. Yeah, well, recent. that was a time exploration. Yeah, mm. you know, oh, or, so or they, was that space? It was alternate reality, sort alternate of reality. alternate Earth. Yeah. yeah. So they tried. I mean, that's yeah. essentially. It was essentially sliders with a budget. Yeah, so. I could see dimensional exploration before mm-hmm. I see. There is space that show. I might be on CW called the One Hundred and One that is going to be coming out eventually. I um, heard and that. I did see the pilot at Comic Con and liked it. Okay, it is a kids' teen show though. Okay, let's move to the next genre. All right, sci-fi future Earth. So, so examples. This uh, examples for this one would be like Logan's Run, Demolition Man, Blade Runner, or Hunger Games. So this anybody is, else think Demolition Man was the the best no. prophecy of the last generation? I just watched it again recently. It holds up. It's it, it really not good. only holds up. Like then, they though. predicted that Arnold Schwarzenegger was going to be <laughs> governor. They they predicted so many things in that movie, uh, yeah. and I was like, you know, they nailed it. Oh God. Um. So I mean, Future Earth is. Always, it, it, just the same way future space and future aliens. It has always sci-fi, sci-fi, sci-fi space and sci-fi aliens has always been big. We've always been curious about the future of Earth, right? But okay, so, so to me, this is where, like, this is where cyberpunk fits in. Cyberpunk has changed some. Yeah, the, you think cyberpunk fits in future Earth? Yeah, uh, I do. really. I think cyberpunk's like the nihilistic future, the end of all things. Well, so. I think that's what's changed, though, is that yeah. I don't. There's not as many of those out there as there used to be. It, the the dark, the, the Blade Runner esque dark, 
yeah. future neon sign thing is changing. It's now that kind of... Uh, There's always been a pendulum swinging back and forth between dystopian and utopian. Right. Right now, I think we're seeing the, the pendulum swinging towards utopian. Really? Yeah. I, I think actually if you look at uh, Almost Human... Almost yes, Human okay. is the new cyberpunk. It mm. is the new cyberpunk. Um, I keep forgetting to watch that show, though. It's good. I like it. I saw um, the first two episodes and liked it. Yeah. The, uh, the, lead, the lead character has a missing leg hmm. um, that is uh, replaced with a cybernetic, cybernetic. one. Um, the, the other, his partner is a full-on android. Hmm. Um, there are cybernetic elements throughout it. If I recall correctly, like somebody has a cybernetic eye somewhere in there. The it is second cyberpunk. episode is them going tracking down a sex yeah. bot. Um, well, I'm not uh, watching the show. Yeah, they're, right. actually the portrayal of the sex bot was really interesting. Yeah, like it was really well done. Because hmm. um, there's something kind of sad. About is it available it. on Netflix? It's on Hulu. That's, uh, I yeah. keep forgetting Ooh. to watch it and then running it's to Hulu. It's really quite good. All right. Because they give the Done sex then. bots like, just enough to sort of get what's going on and almost have enough to get a sense of self, but not enough to really get everything else. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. There was something really sad about it. Now, this, the, the cyberpunk genre has it the kind of the 80s version reared its head in the Total Recall movie. Right, right. Yep. Um, Max Headroom. And Elysium has kind of the dusty brown version right. of it, really. Mm-hmm. I'm, the but, one thing I miss about the 80s version of, the, of, of sci-fi is it had an effing sense of humor. <laughs> I feel like nothing has a sense of humor anymore. Yeah, but if you mean like Demolition Man, I can let no, that no, go no, 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 forever. No, 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 no. I'm talking Total Recall. Total Recall had a I sense of humor. I could let that go know. forever, too. Okay. I, that movie never... I feel never... like it had a sense of humor. Uh, again, check out Almost Human. It brings back the sense of humor. Okay. You know, I mean, I think network TVs... Yeah. When network TV does sci-fi, they try to get funny with it to try and lighten it. Right. You know? There is a... Um, enemy, not Enemy Mine. Um... Splotches on their heads. Oh, uh, Alienation. Alienation. Alienation had yeah. a nice sense of humor about it that I loved. The TV show both. did. Both oh, yeah, both. you're right. They both had a yeah, yeah. That, oh, by I the way, is an under, under underrated TV show. Yes. Oh, it was a very good TV show. Yeah. Unabashedly, I liked that one. Um, yeah. So, I mean, with this one, um, and I would even point at like uh, Battlestar Galactica, and I. Put that one in this one in this category because they're going to Earth. They get to Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoilers. Uh, uh, Battlestar Galactica actually was a little more cyberpunk, eighty cyberpunk than yeah. that kind of dirty grime, you know, yeah. look. But uh, but ultimately, the the message in Battlestar Galactica was what was an uplifting one in True. the final moment. You know, I feel like the kind of one, the oppressed, um, which is funny. I would think it would be totally in right now, but the mm-hmm oppressive uh, corporate giants like Blade Runner you don't you're not seeing that as much no. anymore no. and you, you would think these days would, they won't endorse the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you got you got to kickstart that show uh, yeah that seems to be a little bit lighter than yep. than in the past and the 80s was very kind of dark and oppressive on that uh, front well you know any other thoughts on that genre? no let's move on okay so the next category I came up with was sci-fi modern fantastic. Love this. So with Don this one, really broke it down here. He did. He did quite well. Uh, with this one, so the, some of the categories in this one I put X-Files, Tron, Back to the Future, 
Super 8 and Chronicle. The idea for this one was like super science in modern times, mm-hmm. aliens in modern times, that sort of thing. Right. Um, my belief in this one is that this particular category is actually on the decline right now. Hmm. Um, it's hard to think of things that kind of fall into this. Yeah, and my argument is that right now with... I mean, like you can see a lot of stuff that uses super tech, mm-hmm. but, but that's usually like spy category stuff or, mm. you know, thriller shows. And the, the super tech you see in that is actually stuff that exists. I think that's a backlash. You know? We had a, like... You don't even think, think superhero shows fit in this? No, I don't. Like um, Iron Man, I think, I think that's all that. Mm, Iron Man's the closest I, thing because... It's just, but he kind of lives in a super. He lives in that world, and I, I that is a that is a completely valid argument. I just happen to sub, I, I put that superhero. into a superhero yeah. category. <laughs> right. Okay, yeah, okay, but well, it seems separate to me. Okay, you know, but I think some of that backlash is, you know, in the in the late eighties and early nineties, even with James Bond, we were seeing dumb shit show up. The, yeah. Like that, you know the the tech was so idiotic, and I think there's a little bit of a backlash. And most of us are getting Maybe. very techy. We all have handheld computers. We all have things that were, yeah. you know, yeah. sci-fi, and so we're more sophisticated. So when we see these tech fantasies, we kind of know we can see, yeah, schlock. But also, I think there's there's another element to this. Um, if you have the choice between two different genres, if you're going to do a modern fantasy versus a modern sci-fi, which is going to wow your audience more? The guy who pulls out a fancy schmancy flashlight that sheds light in some interesting way, or Gandalf turning on his staff? Right. Fantasy is just sort of sexier and more different than what we're used to seeing. Mm-hmm. If you want to do a high-tech wow... Because it's not... You, know, you don't have... You, don't, yeah. you can't compare it to any wor- real-world yeah, Exactly. Things, if yeah. you want to do a high-tech wow at this point, often the high-tech place you have to go to is so far away from yeah. your day-to-day stuff that half your audience may not even get what they're supposed to be wowed by because it's so far outside right. what they understand. I mean, so I still Clark, think, you know, like, you know... A, a sliders or a time traveler or that sure. type of thing would still work because it's about those stories. It's not about the gadgets. Absolutely. I think you know, we and, don't see any of that in the horizon. And I would say Doctor Who would fit into this category. Doctor and Who. And is probably a surviving example of this mm-hmm. genre, although he happens to slide all over the place. Yeah, um, he's really out he's there. He's also a superhero, so eh, yeah. what can you do? Yeah. Um, there is... Still, the rumors that a Bill and Ted's three is yeah, no, being—it's no, in the works. We, we know the right. We know the it's the, the writer works. is it's writing. It's in the works, but we don't know if it's going past yeah. that. So when I was scrubbing my brain trying to come up with uh, like current examples of this that are still definitely going, the only ones I could come up with are Tomorrow People and Tron. Hmm. Um, the, well, I'm sure there are more. I was just blanking on this yeah. one. Yeah. Um, so, moving on to the next genre. And probably the kids' stuff is probably where most of it's popping up. Yeah, I mean, there's... Ben, there's I mean, it shows, showing up on shows like Ben 10 and, and, yeah. and stuff like that. Well, I was, I was specifically avoiding animated, um, just because that it opened up a huge yeah. volume more stuff. Yeah. We, <laughs> that's like... Yeah. And not anything I know of. But I always think that the animated is sort of the trickle down from the adult, is we need to make an animated version of Blah, you know? 
Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. maybe, maybe not. You know, I like, mean, I'm just thinking, like, Galaxy Rangers back in the day was, was, was a direct correlation between trying to copy the A-team and trying to copy, you know, G.I. Joe. And he's mm, sort of taking amalgams. Right. So the next category I put down was high fantasy. So examples from this one would be, like, Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, Xena. This, this is... is- Way different than from the 80s that, that I know of. Oh, boy, howdy. This one has evolved like crazy. In a good way? In a bad way? I mean, I, I feel like the stigma has been lost well, from the this. Stigma, is that, is that you mentioned lost? fun. Yeah. Like, I, I think the, the breath of fun has gone out of it. Has um, gone out of it? Well, no. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, the zaniness. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not yeah, getting yeah, yeah, yeah. ferret. You know? yeah. Ferrets aren't your best friend. No. You know? Beastmaster. Oh, my God. You brought up Beastmaster. <laughs> I everybody, like Beastmaster. Everybody who has not seen Beastmaster, go rent about it. Beastmaster get it, get, get, go get it right now. Rent Don't get me Beastmaster, Beastmaster 2. Behold the ravages of heroin. Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah. I mean, this is the most radically changed of any of the ones that I can think of off the top of my head. It used to be. The trademark was Hokey. bad acting and hokiness, uh, but and, and as think, much as I loved it. but And I think that was a defense mechanism. I think that you could come out, if someone said, I'm going to make a silly fantasy and people are going to laugh and have fun, Yeah, yeah. people would say, oh, okay, I, I, I see that. But now you can say, I have a really serious story to tell, and it's a yeah. high fantasy, and, uh, peop, you know, and people will okay. okay, I'll give you money for yeah. a serious Because yeah. before yeah. it was like, no, this is a serious No, no, no serious. he's a barbarian. And, uh, yeah. yeah, people are like, oh, come on. I just remember yeah. that, that one, of the, one of the notable um, alumni from my high school were the twins in the movie Barbarians. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I remember that movie. Oh, I always God. remember walking past the box on the Blockbuster shelf and going, those guys went to my school. Oh. God. oh. <laughs> um, so, I mean, over the, I would say over the past 10 years, maybe 20 years, we have seen some of the best work done in this genre. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was, what Including was the first one? Well, books. What I mean, would, in every, every genre. genre. Yeah, what yeah. would you say is the first fantasy one that that took it seriously and succeeded uh, well who is, that, that did well or took what? it who is, seriously who is the Sidney Poitier of, of fantasy of well J.R.R. Tolkien no no but no, the, the genre was intact in the mean, 80s th- you and mean before film? Film movies. Yeah, what was the first film or TV show that took it seriously, and and or or was it just the slow progression from See, I, from Hercules and the action pack? Lord of the Rings, the first Lord of the Rings movie, kind of got the mainstream. People. The rotoscope stuff. No, I mean, I mean the first Lord. Of the- so I mean, you're yeah. saying it wasn't. Like, you saying like it wasn't until the, te- the 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 2000s. When was the first Lord of the Rings? 2001. Like Ten years ago. Really? See, I would go a little farther back, and I would say that the Hercules, the Hercules, the, not Hercules. I would point at Xena. But uh, I would say that laid the foundations. Because Hercules, remember, Maybe. was part of the action pack, and yeah. it was terrible. And it was too. It was too kitty. It never really had the serious moments. Like you go over to Xena, and Xena was zany. Right. It was zany. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, you'd hit these individual episodes where you're like, well, "They're was, doing something." Well, it was here. interesting when you they know? started when they started picking up the the LGBT crowd. Yeah, and people started taking it seriously because hey, when you get was, the gays on board, you well, know that, you got it. Gotta, was, that wasn't even that; it was that they were bringing up yeah. issues of LGBT uh, that the LGBT yeah. held uh, held dear and treating them with respect. But they were mm-hmm. doing it in a no. sci-fi manner. Yes, that was the interesting thing. Yeah. They were doing LGBT issues in a way to deliver it to mainstream mm-hmm. audiences, so they were sneaking it in the back door, right. so to speak. <laughs> oh, whoa! Thank 
you. <laughs> you know, which I think made the show, it gave the show a little more bite than anyone really gave it credit mm. for. All right, Don, I will, I will say that Xena probably did lay down yeah. some of the framework. And by the way, we see Lawless uh, is awesome. Yeah. I, I never, wasn't a big fan of the show, but yeah. I, do see, I do see that being as kind of a framework of bringing in, like, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I, I met her at an audition, and there were, like, six of us, and we're all hanging outside doing that thing where you look insane because you're just repeating lines in the <laughs> air. Mm-hmm. So there's just a bunch of people talking to each other, you're talking to themselves. And Lucy Lawless walks up, and she's gigantic, first yeah. of all. She's huge. And beautiful. And she walks over and she just looks at each one of us and she goes, do it, you guys. Do it. (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) Go for it. You know, just really, you know, and she was just earnest and really was like, I remember being here. Go, go for it. So despite this, uh, despite my enthusiasm for the genre right now and my love for the genre in general, I will, however, say the current state of the, uh, the current state is still going to stay wait and see because this genre has never managed, has kept getting its hands on the edge and kept falling into the castle. Well, that's what worries me about The Hobbit. How do you take a book that is half the length of any one of the Lord of the Rings books? I just read a review today. And we're turning it into three. Well, again, we're hitting the same point we've seen before. So, like, in the past, we had Conan. Conan did very well. Conan spawns 1,010 cheap knockoffs, kills the genre. Uh, Hercules Xena launches. They do very well. Uh, they get a lot of attention. They launch 1,010 cheap knockoffs. They kill the genre. Right. Uh, Lord oh. of the Rings does very well. Nothing really rises to follow the, fill the, the space behind it. There's a silence behind it until Game of Thrones. Which does very, very well. well. So right now, we're at sort of the longest period where, where high fantasy has been taken seriously. Yeah, and doing well. I think you know. Game of Thrones has a couple more years. I think we've got three more years yeah. on Game of Thrones, which I think will last. At this point, Game of Thrones is locked in, in my opinion. Yeah. We're going to see the end of that series. Great. That gives us a couple years for some other... I hear the, the quoth uh, oh, the quoth are being books? talked oh, really? about. Uh, being made into a series. Oh, that's a great idea. I think it would work. Name of the Wind would, of the wind would absolutely work. be a great it's like idea as a series. Adult Harry Potter as a series. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think it would work. Yeah. Well, I mean, they tried to do Legend of the Seeker. I loathed those books. Oh, God. I loathed those books, but those books God. had potential. But you saw what they did. Ugh. You know? Awful. Fantasy is not... Just because the books are good does not mean they're going to take it seriously. By the way, Harry Potter, I think, falls in this category. And that did a huge... That may have been yeah. over Lord of the Rings as being the first thing. Harry Potter could be... Is arguable whether it's this or the next category. Um, God bless her. Category. But again, Harry Potter... Oh, Harry Potter is the fan... Is like Star Wars, where, where the biggest concept in the first ones, you're dealing with good versus evil. But then... She actually is an amazing writer, and I, I, yeah. I will say that J.K. Rowling really started bringing up more and more advanced concepts with it. So, so let's move on to the next one. Okay, okay. All right. So we're just, we're just, we're, we're waiting saying, to see what happens. High with fantasy this. is definitely a wait and see. Okay. I don't know. I'm worried about the Hobbit. I feel like it's Star Wars Episode One, Two, Three. I'm a little worried. It could tear it down. Oh, are you kidding me? That no, first I, Hobbit. I am worried. I didn't. The first say movie it was, was not that bad. It wasn't. But. <laughs> No, I like it. No, go back and listen. I like. I haven't seen the next Hobbit yet. I I know a reviewer who went to see it, and she said that it was better than the first Hobbit. Okay, so I heard the review. I'm just worried. Too much of a good thing. 
Meaning it was just too long, but right. it was very funny. Although one of okay. uh, um, one of our, our our listeners made a really funny point that said the fact that that uh, the football announcers because uh, they were they had to comment on oh. on the Hobbit they had to say they had they had to say the name Smaug and they had to say it correctly <laughs> the new way yeah right they had to say Smaug and they they were being forced to do it the correct way the way that Colkian wanted it pronounced they said. <laughs> the fact that football announcers, these former footballers, are being forced to say smile correctly, geeks win. <laughs> I don't know any. That's true. That's totally true. Like, do you know any geek, though, who doesn't say smog? I, well, I say, I've always American. said smog. I, I mean, Americans. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I always, always said smog. smog. Yeah. yeah. But it's because I watched the cartoon. Right, right. Yeah, me too. Right. <laughs> so the next, the next uh, category that I put was modern fantasy. Okay. So examples of this one would be Buffy, Being Human, Harry Potter, Supernatural, Walking Dead. With this one, it's sort of a, a magical or unexplained supernatural element yeah. in the modern world, the world we live in. See, this one I always feel, I feel is is also the sort of the the dual the dual worlds, two worlds existing side by side, mm-hmm. sort of thing. Sure. It, and 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 that genre is you know that's Men in Black. That's that's oh my god, it was awful. Uh, R R oh modern I think Men in Black would be a modern sci-fi. Okay, yeah. yeah. But it's still, that, it's still that, you know, two worlds existing. Yeah, side, side, no, side definitely, side. totally. But like, I, I just saw R.I.P.D. and that was... Well, you watched it? God awful. <laughs> really? You watched it? I did. How did I, you, wanted I hope you didn't spend money on it. I wanted to know. Christ. R.I.P.D. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't go to see it. I watched it in you. my house. So <laughs> where, where can you find R.I.P.D., Matt? You can just watch it on, on, uh, on your Apple TV. <laughs> oh, no. I think there's a guy so in the street corner giving it away. It's just, you paid two ninety nine for I it. I did. I did. I really wanted to see it. They ripped I would watch Jeff Bridges do anything. I'd love. I love him. Okay, and he was great. Let me break this uh, category down to two smaller ones, and I our listeners are hitting this. I'm sure. Okay, vampires and zombies. These have okay. really changed for me over the last. From when I, you know, the, the zombie genre was like one movie, or yes. you know. There was yeah, they've, they've broken out of the box. They've right? broken out of the box. That is well, changed because, completely. I mean, and zombies have... I mean, you want to talk about somebody who's come from being a lich or maybe uh, a ghoul? To, I mean, zombies yeah. didn't exist up until probably ni- 1954. Well, yeah, yeah, when was it? You know? Well, listen... I'm had an ass full of zombies at this point. I really like when a video game has zombie mode. Right. I don't give a flying flip anymore. It really is too much in a way. Mm-hmm. Now I oh, I love The Walking Dead, and okay. I'm sure there's going to be more stuff out there. Now is the hyper saturation of The Walking Dead? Do you think that because they've handled it so well? Well, it's just good. It's good storytelling. It could yeah. be anything. I mean, well, the zombies. Again, it's could not be, about the zombies. It's not so. about the zombies. I mean, they have good writers. So isn't that supposedly what a good zombie? Yes. Is? film is. Every, every zombie fan knows that if the movie's about the zombies, there's an issue. Right. right. There, you've yeah. got a problem. Um, now, in the, other, in the video game category, they're only using uh, zombies as things to kill, essentially. Right. In, in, in 80% of them. Now, one of my favorite video games in the last 12 years Left was essentially a zombie, you know, but again, good storytelling. So, you know, listen... If another great zombie movie TV show comes out, and it's, I, I might love it. But I have to say, it is getting a little right old now. You're for super me. saturated. Yeah. Now, Don, this is your, this is yeah. your thing here. 
Yeah. And you're Any, like, this is like who's dead the golden age for you. Yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, right here, for me, I put the current state of uh, modern fantasy. It's actually a golden age for TV. Um, like right now, uh, modern fantasy elements are just so ubiquitous that mm-hmm. it seems like even mainstream TV shows that have no modern fantasy elements all of a sudden are putting in fantasy elements yeah. or borrowing fantasy elements from the <laughs> for God's sakes they did it on the soap opera they yeah soap operas our, are doing days of our it. lives um, if you so. think about it even Dexter which mm. is supposed to be a hyper realistic show like he's having long conversations with his dead father mm-hmm. which is you know not necessarily he's, he's not necessarily a ghost in the corner right but it's a fantastic element right right you know which you could argue they borrowed from Battlestar Galactica you know as right. soon as Battlestar Galactica did that all of a sudden everybody has someone living in their head like every freaking show on TV right. has someone living in their head yeah, now. It's, it's been crazy. they've been doing it for a while but I, yeah I see your point yeah you know now the other thing is the vampire genre which is a well yeah the vampire genre is so freaking ubiquitous also that I've actually branched it off into a different subcategory oh, of gothic romance down oh, below. Okay, well, I'll, I'll get to that um, later then. But uh, so right now in TV, it, there's so much modern fantasy that I, even if it wasn't, even if there wasn't so much quality, which I think there is, mm-hmm. the sheer quantity of it, I think, would give it a, a good golden age. Mm-hmm. However, I would sort of say that maybe in, uh, I, I'm not sure about movies. Like the modern modern fantasy movies, like the young adult books, they're, like there are plenty mm-hmm. of those coming out. But uh, if you think about it, like a lot of the movies, like it's sort of relegated to comedies now. Um, young adult fantasies and comedies. So like, uh, what was it? Um, Switch, like mm-hmm. with the, the remote control that can yes, change yes, what yes, you yes, want to yes, see. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like a lot of comedies hinge on one fantastic element. Sure, yeah. You know, or uh, you know, you have to tell you have to tell the truth. Yeah, type of Percy Jackson, Harry mm-hmm. Potter. Mm-hmm. You know, and Harry Potter is one of the biggest franchises ever, but it's still one franchise. Right. Right. You know, um, whereas I think if you go a little farther back in time to like the fifties and the sixties, you know, there were so many. Where it's like you know, Topper. You know, there, there was a large. There, wasn't there a series of Topper movies? Of, of, of like, I don't know, topper style movies where like people were hanging out. So with you're their saying ghosts there was, there was less and, Bewitched, and there were more movies, and now we're having more in the TV show, more Bewitches, and less the yeah. movies. And I think it was maybe because that was how they did their special effects back then. Like special maybe. effects were harder to do on TV, maybe. So they did more realism, and the fantasy was relegated to the the movie house. Mm-hmm. You know. By the way, I didn't know Sabrina was an Archie thing. Sabrina, yeah, the teenage. Sabrina, the teenage w- yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't an Archie reader, and <laughs> I don't know who is. I don't know any. I don't think I've ever seen a comic book guy ever in my life, like Go, walk hey, up got to the desk and bunk with a bunch of Archie <laughs> no. comics. I have no idea how that comic book is still in print. I've never actually seen anyone read an Archie comic, huh? Ding, 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 we'll ding, have to do ding, an Archie ding. episode one day. <laughs> but everybody, but I think everybody who's read, read a comic. comic Everybody who's read comics has read an Archie comic <laughs> at some point. I, I did some at some point. At some point. Yeah. When I was like real You know small. all the characters. I know the major ones. Archie, Betty, Veronica. I mean. Jughead. Jughead. Dylan. There was a, I, there was I, a I, nerd I, named Dylan. Uh-huh. I sympathized with him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Moving on. Good Lord. 
All right, so gothic fantasy romance. Let's do this. Yeah, okay, so this one has become... I like the Don's ability to break yeah. genres into little... It's like you're taking a diamond and just shattering it to little diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> gothic fantasy romance. Yes. This has become so ubiquitous recently. Yes. I mean, it's always been there. You know, like... Uh, you know, there's always been sort of ghost love stories, uh, you know. But don't you... No- have you noticed that... The tone of like we're talking vampires now, and yeah. not as a horror genre, as a romance genre. Yes. Somewhere along Where's the way, where's my fucking what's vampire? Is that oh, it, sorry, Dad. What's interesting is that that it that it's it's a method of of um, of expressing teen angst. Yep. You know, is that that? What was my friend's comment that I thought was so genius? When did teenagers' opinions become so freaking needed that we that we have to put them everywhere? Yeah, that it's so important mm. for us to hear what teenagers have to say. You know, that that <laughs> every saying, single genre is about what teenagers yeah, have to say. Like, like the teenager you know, is that an, is that because of us and Ferris Bueller in the eighties? That, that that was the thing know. that horrified me so much when I watched Twilight. Is this the, that character Bella right? is held up and extolled as the highest virtue. Like, this man who has lived for hundreds and hundreds of years yes. finds this 17-year-old girl yeah. to be the the one most amazing, perfect thing he's found in all the world in all that time. And I'm like, really? Like, she's not too young for you? <laughs> yeah. Like, there's, you find some sort of depth fear here that I'm completely missing? Yeah, I... I it's I, like, you know, I'm 40, and if I met <laughs> if I met somebody that uh, that age, I'd be like, "This is we're not connecting here." Yeah, exactly. You're in a different spot than me, and this dude's 300 years older than me. Maybe he yeah. maybe he realizes after that that all life is high school, and he just yeah. Goes yeah maybe back. after 300 years, you're like, "Listen, you have recycled. You guys are taking yourself way yeah. too serious." Date the sixteen-year-olds. Yeah. Trust me on this one. <laughs> but I think we can say the ones who got it right. They got it right. Everything is important. Yeah. But Everything. some some other examples of the, the what I would consider the the gothic fantasy romance include Twilight, the the Anne Rice books, the Interview with a Vampire. Oh, um, I find it interesting that you put the Hunger Games in this category. I I did that somewhat misinformed. I think I feel like um, they're in they're in sort of alternate tech universe. Like so. they they are, but it was my understanding that there's like a, a love triangles involving her. That like romance is an aspect of that. Yeah, yeah. But so is Luke and Han okay. Solo. So I could be. Completely yeah, I would maybe. Luke's not like a, anyone cares, but yeah, Luke's in love with Han Solo. Um, <laughs> Luke and Han Solo and Leia. Depends on which comic you read. Oh God! Checking out the slash. wrong slash pages. <laughs> slash Luke slash Han. <laughs> wow! Hope he gives a good Han job. Um. My dad listens to the show now, by the way. So we, we have to stop. He I'm says sorry, that, he Mr. Says that I swear too much on the show. Yes. yes. So I apologize, Dad. <laughs> I did drop the f bomb. Um, so I mean, I think we can say though that like this particular genre probably reached its frenzy apex with Twilight. Just Twilight became a sort of all-consuming mm-hmm. at a point, and I think it right now. I think we can safely say it sort of burned itself out. I don't um, know. It's really bent that vampire thing for me. Like now we have the Vampire Diaries and all these things yeah. that look like it, and Dracula. Like I want my vampires a, to make people. There scared. is a backlash right now. Is L- there? But that's what I'm talking about. Like right now, like nobody wants. Like they tried to push. 
uh, what was it? Beautiful Creatures, I think it was called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that the didn't, next Twilight. That didn't work? Did not wash. Oh, okay. Um, the Vampire Diaries is still out there. And actually, that. I just watched Beautiful Creatures, uh, the movie. Um, what are you watching? I would watch... I have to watch things that my wife will watch, too. But... Uh, I would watch anything for Emmy Rossum's decolletage. I mean, does she's supernatural fall into this category? No, but uh, wait, wait, wait. It depends. Who Beautiful you creatures. Mm-hmm. First thirty minutes are fantastic. It should have been a TV show. Hmm. It should have been a TV show. I it, was watching the trailers, thinking, "Why it, is this not on it, CW?" It, it needed. It needed to be at least a season of television. It's. It's. It's got way too much teen angst and drive and like that to to try and sum it up hmm. i mean literally like i think it's 45 pages or 45 minutes into the script suddenly you're meeting her family for the first time and it's all like here are all the important people who are going to you know sum up the entire plot in about 10 pages yeah. and it's bizarre it, it, but up until then it's actually really fun and neat yeah. and a cute film uh, supernatural does not because there's no ongoing female character okay um but some apparently a large number of the fan fiction writers believe that the two male characters have that action going on. The Even brothers. They're brothers. Come on. <laughs> slash, Sickos slash supernatural. Um, so I mean, my opinion is that this has currently seen its apex, and the intense marketing around it mm-hmm. has caused a backlash, and it's currently waning. Interesting. Well, well, until somebody goes out and actually makes a scary vampire movie again. Let the right one is the me, last Let me make it really clear. I do not think vampires make a gothic romance. I think there's been plenty with ghosts. You know, well, no, um, I agree, but I just know, feel but, like I haven't seen a damn yeah, vampire movie in a warm, while. Warm bodies would fall under this category, mm-hmm. you know, um, even though it was a little light for it. But, uh, yeah. you know, it's this is a genre, and this is not a new genre. It's been around since Shakespeare. Right, but, uh, right yeah. Um, so the last one that I put on my list here is the superhero genre. Um, I don't think we need any specific <laughs> examples, but I'll throw some out. Avengers, Iron Man, Superman, Smallville, Doctor Who, Arrow. Spider-Man. You know, Spider-Man, X-Men. I want me to keep going? I can. <laughs> greatest American Hero. Yeah. You know? Oh, well, why okay. didn't anybody raise Yeah, but Greatest, greatest American, American Hero yeah. was like alone and sad back in the day yep it would not yes. be alone these days no. you know? i think that's thing that that has changed a lot we, we had greatest, greatest american, american hero yeah. and auto man that was it so you know what made that well, no legit? but we had we We're, had we had superhero uh, we had superhero gadgets. i think knight rider would be on there too knight rider you know? street hawk I don't remember Street Hawk. Oh, it was the motorcycle that had the missiles on the front of it. It was awesome. I Wasn't loved Street Hawk? Hawk. No, Street Hawk. Oh, okay. I loved Street Hawk. No, so I don't remember that. Jesse. Wait, does Airwolf fall into that Airwolf. category? Airwolf! I loved Airwolf. <laughs> I used to draw Airwolf I think those. I think actually <laughs> Knight Rider and Street Hawk <laughs> might be modern sci-fi. Yeah, it might be modern sci-fi. We'll see. I don't know. But, okay, so I think this genre has slowly built... Yeah. In the 90s, we had the Batman, Tim Burton things. I think this is, has been a yeah. slow burn to this, this. This genre has built like Louis C.K.'s comedy, which is effectively to say it started off with a great idea, but it was terrible. Yes. And I did not just, like superhero movies at and, all. And it, no, just started, they, and it just worked at it, and it worked at it, and it worked at it, and yeah. worked at it. And now they're really good. Like, well, I remember <laughs> through the 70s and 80s, with the exception of like Superman 1 and 2 uh, with Christopher Reeves. Yes. Pain, just pain. But even Superman three and four, 
yeah, Although I, I love me, I love me some Superman three. I really do. Love oh, me some was Superman? Superman three. I really, I love Richard, Richard Pryor. Pryor. I, love. I, you can never mention Zardoz to me ever again. I love. Ha! Come on, Zardoz blows Superman three out of the water. No, you're out of your mind. No, I'm sorry, you're, <laughs> out, of mind. you're out of your mind. You you're out of your guys mind. are crazy. You're out of your mind. Out of your mind. Crazy, crazy robot lady with all the go wires to, in her face at the end with the everybody. Actually, I liked that They're part. Awesome. I liked that part. Oh, everybody, go to our Facebook page and please tell them that they are crazy that I am right <laughs> which uh, do you like but, better Zardoz or Superman 3 there will be a poll um, so I think part of it is that comic books were still doing well yeah. there was yeah. a there was a genre, there was a, a, a medium in which these were making money yeah. and so and they kept trying to break it out kind yeah. of trying to break it out trying to break which it out by the now way comic books are not doing so well yeah but but movies doing great the movies are doing great and well, and we also, a, which period. means which means after the after this level of movies, if they die out after we've after somebody makes you know the three stupid yeah superhero movies and it and it and it super saturates the market you know with massive amounts of advertising, but there are no comic books to support it. What happens? Well, let me just put the let me say this: Marvel better go and find some of their comics that aren't superhero movies mm. and start make writing some scripts because I think the bottom is about ready to drop out of Marvel's really? uh, bank vault. You cannot. It, they're they're turning them, the movies into a TV series almost. Mm. Every, you get three you get three episodes a summer, and they're not. I mean, some of them are fun, but they're not blowing people out of the water. I think people really loved Avengers, Thor two. I think most people thought it was just okay. I'd agree with that. And Did you see it? I saw Thor two. I almost walked out. These guys liked it way better than I, me. I liked it. Okay, but. Yeah. But Better what happens one? when Robert Downey Jr. quits? Uh, I, I I liked it. Okay. I mean, what happens when yeah. Robert Downey Jr. stops? Yeah, right now, we asked this question about Michael Keaton with the first Batman. So Def, totally different. They never, no one ever cared. They swapped him out every movie, and they established that early. Yeah, I, I do agree with Aaron on that one. Right now, trust me, well, Iron right Man now, is boring with the armor on. He is totally yeah. interesting when it's Tony and, Stark. And right now, Marvel mm. knows it. They just shelled out a lot of money to re-sign Robert Downey Jr. Fifty million. They right? better dump yeah. a freaking fleet of dump trucks of money on him yeah. because he's saving every one of the genres. He's, he's their tentpole right now. Yeah. The um, reason why Thor know. works is because there's an Iron Man movie going to be made yeah. <laughs> or a Avengers movie going to be made. Yeah. But when that happens, they're going to go from like 60 to zero. You don't think Chris Hemsworth pulls Thor along? You don't think he's, he's no. strong enough to? I, really? I think he's, he's quite a good actor and I think he's, he's funny. He's fine, but he's not Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. is well, yeah, he's super I honestly, fun to watch. I think Chris Hemsworth is fine. I think the role of Thor is not incredibly interesting. Interesting. Because no. yeah, no, I felt like Chris Hemsworth, like the, the moment in Avengers where where he's defending yeah. Loki and then he says he's adopted. I was like, oh, they gave him an acting moment to, to actually sort of pull yeah, it but off. That's a, but look at how he's used. He's given one-offs of yeah, character. Snark, he gives us snark. Yeah. yeah. He is not. Let's. I'll use my standard go-to. He's not a protein character. No. He's a spice. Mm. You know. He gives flavor to the people around him. Mm-hmm. You know. Like I would say. Like uh, I would. I would even say that. Like uh, a Captain America mm-hmm. is a little bit more of a protein character. He's vegetables. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, he's tofu. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's a tofu. 
Um, Are you actually excited for Winter Soldier? Or, or? I liked the trailer. I, I think saw. it's interesting. Yeah. I liked the trailer. I like the, I I like the, 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 the shield catch at the end of the trailer. It's I got don't a little more meat think I saw the trailer because <gasps> I can't remember. I just can't actually, remember. The trailer cool. looks good. It looks good. Because yeah. after the first movie, that first one was not good. First half was good. Second first half, half was not good. good. I mean, I liked it. First 30 pages was good. Then, then it went. The, the, when he the, got his costume, it sucked. Went, no, when he, as soon as he went to war. as soon as he went to war, it was yeah. like what? I agree. But uh, but on the flip side, like Marvel, it, it's very interesting to me that DC was the ones who put out good superhero movies first, mm-hmm. right? With bat with Superman in the seventies, mm-hmm. eighty, nineteen eighty. Whenever Superman 80s, was, yeah, eighty two, eighty one, and then uh, and then the first good Batman movies, mm-hmm. and meanwhile. Marvel was just desperately throwing out the rights to anyone who would sell them, who would buy them. Right. Um, and then um, you got Spider Man at, at Electric Company was the biggest. Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Spider Man was loved. Yeah, but then uh, Marvel. Long story short, I think Marvel went public, and the, their sold, their stock did very well, and then collapsed, mm-hmm. and they sold off the rights to anyone who would give them money, and they. And hate it showed. That right they, it showed. They're trying to get all that back. Yeah, but I mean, like a Doctor Who, a Doctor Who, Doctor Strange was made by Blue Moon, um, and if you don't know Blue Moon, they're like they were competitors with Troma. Wow. So I mean, that's a. Bad do they still movie. have? Do they still have Strange? Or they get? Did they get it back? I believe the rights have reverted, but I don't know. I don't know who has Strange rights now. Interesting, because that's a good story. I mean, I always wonder yeah. why nobody's done Doctor Strange. Yeah, oh, that, it that, was done. That would be fun. It was done badly. <laughs> he fought a claymation T Rex in the national. <laughs> bad. Oh, yeah, it, was, it was bad. Oh, someone animated all the stuff in the National Museum. Yeah, It was bad. It was really bad. But then. Somewhere along the way, they flipped, you know, and like uh, all of a sudden, Marvel started putting out really good stuff. And oh, DC, Ramey. yeah, DC just couldn't get it together. Yeah. Like they they do Batman well, yeah, but uh, I, for some reason, DC can't get their strategy. You know? I well, I feel like well, whoever the marketing genius was who said we're going to make episodic movies for Marvel. Yeah, but that, that took that, that's that, the that took them a little a, while because remember you know that's Spider Man is Sony yeah they're, that's not part of their nope. their deal and Marvel hates that because they would love to get their hands back on Spider-Man. well as soon as they get Mar- the back we're getting the I mean, origin think story about it. again if you really think about it Spider Man is the oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's the Marvel character he's Marvel yeah. he's, he's the one that the rest of the population knows yeah yeah. At now, I think, you know, the rest of the population knows Iron Man and stuff. But yeah. originally, no. it yeah. was Spider-Man and a whole bunch of those other dudes. Have you seen Maybe the new the Spider-Man Hulk. trailer? Uh, yes. I'm a yeah. little excited. I haven't yeah. even seen the last Spider-Man. Really? He's not my Spider-Man. I... I thought he was really good. The 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 I thought he He's was like really good, but I thought the... Um, He's what is it called? Sexy what is it called? Skater punk. What is it called? Real, real, real trailers or fake trailers or something like that? I don't know. There's this wonderful service that does fake trailers. Uh, they do things. Oh, like honest trailers. Honest, honest trailers. Yeah. yeah, they're they're one. Their honest trailer of the first Spider-Man is perfect. Is is absolutely you know Peter Parker the biggest skater punk handsome <laughs> awesome well dressed nerd you've ever seen. Yeah, right. it's like oh. right. All right. Well. That was a very good discussion about yes. the state of our genres. We never, we never have to talk about genres ever again. <laughs> We've covered. We've, de- it. we've defined I'm them. I'm sure we must have missed one in there. I don't know yes. which. But, Tell us uh, about it on our Facebook page. Tell us about it on our Facebook page. But before we quit, we we want to do one last thing. Yes. It's a little bit. 
it's like a mini topic because we've had so many mini topics in this episode already. But um, the, the the new generation consoles are here. We're going to see less and less current generation games coming out. Uh, and so in tribute to the death of the current generation, I just wanted to quickly talk about what our favorite games of the last generation was yes. to us. What we're going to miss. And then oh, finally, dear. any regrets? Any things you wish you had played that you didn't play? Oh, I made gravy. a big list here. Okay. On the top of my list, this is in no particular order, but uh, Red Dead Redemption. I thought Red Dead Redemption was a such a great... Yes. And it, it gave me like PTSD. An, an adult adult story, adult yeah. game. And it's a cowboy game, which we just weren't getting. We yep. didn't have that. And I think that, you know, this new historical, like, historical uh, video games are are not scary to mm-hmm. uh, to developers anymore. Yep. Like, they're making money off of, you know, pirate games with sailing ships and, you know... You get to go whaling. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, like, interesting to people. So I really, hates you! I'm liking this oh, trend yeah, do. that doesn't all have to be elves and, and space Well, marines. no. What's interesting is that they're saying is that, that humans... And it's what any good writer learns after a while is that reality is much stranger and more interesting than fiction yeah. at the end of yeah. the day and drawing on the wealth of human history probably will yield greater drama i totally agree bioshock lovely mm. bioshock was a great yes. beautiful beautiful game yep. i don't know if we need to see more <laughs> of the same i don't know if it warrants like a franchise type of thing has, has the uh, has the expansion pack come out yeah. For, for the Bioshock? New, for Bioshock Infinite? Yeah. I think it did, where they go back to Rapture. They go back to Rapture. I don't know if it's out yet or not. Okay. I'm a part I of it. I think it is. So You what? I'm a part of it, so I'm waiting. Oh. I'm, I'm in it. I want largely. to say it is. It might be, then. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't think I need to go back to Rapture. Oh, yeah, I feel like well, I'm done. But, I mean, but no, but no, I really want to see it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Matt, I don't think we need to uh, go back to your... Um, this one is one of my biggest ones, is the Mass Effect trilogy. Hmm. Right. I, I still haven't played three. Oh, I haven't played that, three either. Sh- that is too bad. I made the mistake of buying it for my PC... Um, I played all of them on 360, and mm-hmm. then I got a really good PC, and I'm like, I'll play this one on PC. And then I was like, I don't want to sit in front of my PC and play a video game. Like vi- like a long uh, video game like this. Right. Well, that's why we own consoles, right? So we I can know. sit on the couch. You can sit on the couch. And... Uh, if you want to borrow Mass Effect 3, you can borrow Mass Effect 3. Oh, thank you. I'll do that. Um, but that whole trilogy is just amazing. And I, it was it's so well written that I know the universe. Like, I can tell you the names of the... Aliens, like I did do with Star Trek, <laughs> and that doesn't happen to me a lot with video games. So, um, The Last of Us, Excellent. which just yes. came out, and still play that. Would love to. Amazing. Portal, and Portal uh, Two. Portal 2. I yeah. mean, they're the only. Come on. The Portal games are the only games that that I've played over five times. Like you just replayed. I just it. replayed it just yeah. five times. That's you know, because just, they're. It's amazing because they're just. Fun, yes, mm-hmm. and and you can get like even quicker at them, and it's still fun. You just you know, and to show that just good writing, good dialogue, <laughs> is, you know, that's an asset. Yeah. Well, actually, what's what's amazing <laughs> is that that they they do write good dialogue. But what's amazing about the, those things is that they wrote 
characters that that dialogue had to come out of those characters. You know, they wrote characters where that that dialogue was absolutely essential to to express that sort of you know that it starts off with a computer that that has depressive qualities, yeah. and then it moves from there to a computer that is manic depressive, and then moves to a computer. But it made you want to. Do, I mean, the puzzles were great and yes. amazing, but it made you want to get to the next puzzle. Right. The dialogue, you were like, "What is she going to say, say next?" Exactly. Yeah. What is she? And then to break out of the game and go behind the walls. And sneak out of the game is so brilliant. It's yeah. like mind numbing. How the I don't know if they won Game of the Year that year, but they totally deserved yeah. it. Um, I think they did. The Uncharted series, wonderful. Same people who did Last of Us. Yes. That Naughty Dog. Those guys are on a different level. Yep. Those guys know how to make video games. I'll say the Metroid series on uh, on the Wii. I don't know if either, either of you guys played it. No. So much fun to oh, really? play the Metroid series on the Wii with with the the dual controllers, where one controller is you know your shock arm that you can right. you know, use. That it, it was it was so it worked, inordinately right? fun, and and uh, it's an FPS. So all of the things that you found so much fun in the side scroller, the ability to turn into a ball and all of those other things, so much fun on the Wii. And I, right. I, I, I adored that game. I absolutely adored it. I don't have any Wii games on here. <laughs> no. Well, now, there you go. Uh, Gears of War, I gave one up. and two, and maybe three. I gave Not up on after one, really. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I liked one. two, but like, hmm. three I gave up on. But I really had fun playing online co-op with that. I thought it was a blast. Uh, the Batman series. Yeah. The Arkham series. Definitely. The first time, I'm a little, I think we... I'm a little disappointed that the voice actors are not in are not in this most recent one. I think they are great in this. I think, no, I think, the, I think the, the, the voice acting is good in this most recent one, but I do miss... You feel like you're cheating uh, on the last ones? I, I, no, well, I, I love... Um, why did I just lose his name? Mark uh, Hamill? Mark Hamill. I, love, I, and, and, I um, swear it was the same guy. Every time... Mark Hamill does this voice, does the Joker every single time. He swears it's the last time. Right, but also, um, <laughs> guess it what, was. What's not who does the voice of of Batman? Um, is not the voice of Batman, and that I, I felt a little bit like, hey, you're not Batman. Yeah. You know? uh, well, yeah. that will bring up then my next one. I really like the Splinter Cell series, and I think it did well for ah. me on this last generation. I have to say, the last one, which was a great game. It really bummed me out that Michael Ironside wasn't was doing not, the voice of Sam. It really changes the tone of the game. Mm. I mean, it's he's such a character, you know, character of that game. And yep. It's a kind of a bummer not to hear him. But I loved those series. And then this is probably on my number one. I'm guessing it's hard to tell, but the Elder Scrolls, like Skyrim, to me is the number one. Still I haven't would, played it. Oh. Do not want ninety. <laughs> I put ninety something hours into it. That's that's I have, why I have children. <laughs> well, maybe, but but it, but I didn't. I played it over like three years, right. and the way they made this, especially this last one, it was so easy to start it up, see what, what you needed to do, mm. and have that experience, and keep going. So if, whenever I needed that D and D little D and D fix. Popped it in there, boom! Suddenly, I was like, "Oh, I remember how great this game is!" And I finally finished it, kinda. I mean, as much yeah. as you can finish open world games. Um, what, what would you recommend with 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 Skyrim? Is there a way to just sort of play through the story and still? I mean, because I'm I'm the open up every box guy. I recommend guy. just That's picking flowers and making potions. Shut up. Yeah, don't do that. 
You can do just the main story. Why you gotta mock me, dog? You can do the main storyline. Hey, trust there's there's people who do a speed run on YouTube in like an hour and a half. What? They complete the dragon storyline in an hour and a half on YouTube. It's crazy. Um, okay, rock band. Tell me that rock band was yeah. not like. Now I know the genre is a little dead. I think it maybe will come back one day. The, the toy. I wonder it, why in a it, different form. I wonder maybe why it was so. Because it was really really rife for a little while, and now it's really there's nothing. Things yeah, come and people, go. People, people, yeah. I think just got tired of it. Just overdone on it. Okay. I think it will probably come back one day. Um, the last couple, Limbo. It was an indie game. Right, Excellent. Yeah. Any game? Amazing game. I will also say that a lot of the you know the board game adaptations into the Xbox 360 were wonderful. The the Carcassons and stuff. I liked all. I thought the love indie. I'm, I love how Xbox and PlayStation embraced the indie games, mm-hmm. and that we mm-hmm. got lim, Limbo's mm-hmm. and uh, Braid, Braid, and really? Brothers, mm-hmm. which is a recent one. Flower, mm-hmm. which Cave. is also yeah. on there. Uh, and my regret is that I didn't play Journey. On the PlayStation, which is what another- was your um, what was your dance game that you played all the time? Oh, uh, the three Space rhythmic- Channel Five. Space Channel Five. Yeah. That's not this. Ge- that was two generations. That was two generations. Two ago. Generations. two generations ago. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, my regrets also is that I really couldn't get into Dragon Age, and I know that you liked Dragon yes. Age. Yes, Dragon Age was going to be my my top on the list. Uh, of of the games not already on your list, uh, Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I liked Dragon Age too, but Dragon Age One is definitely the one that goes on there. Left for Dead One, Left for Dead Two. I knew Left for Dead would be yeah. on your list because you played the hell out of it. Oh, you have no idea. And the fighting uh, game that you played all the time, Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur Two is hands down my favorite to this day. Real serious. That was probably the yeah. best purchase. Entertainment purchase you've probably you ever have bought. No idea. I mean, I play Soul Calibur four now because I can find people to play with, play with. But Soul Calibur two preferred it, mm. really mm. by a long shot. Um, Controls are better. Yeah, Virtua Fighter four. Virtua Fighter four. You know, Virtua Fighter five. Still love it. Yeah. Virtua Tekken. Five. I played to pieces. My God. I actually gave that. That was like I gave it away a tag sale to some kid who was like really excited about it and I, I felt like I was like watching Indiana Jones' hat go away. <laughs> <laughs> Blow away. Take it, son. Go have adventures. You know, it's just... <laughs> the only other thing I have on mine yeah. is I wish I had kind of gotten into the Fallout series. Ah. Uh, but that's in the dra- that's in the Skyrim thing for not years. A, I'm not actually a fan. still own... I, I finished Fallout 1. I quite liked it. Yeah. But uh, but you won't play Skyrim. I own Fallout Two. I never put it in. Yeah, oh. Fallout Vegas Two. It's sitting. I have got it on my shelf. I just never yeah. put it in. Really love the Fallout series. Love the Fallout series. But again, I I I found it easier to do that than Skyrim for some reason. Skyrim feels too vast. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Okay. I'm telling well, you. It's no, so here's good. the difference for me, and I, I I've <laughs> said it on the show before. I'll say it again. Um, with Skyrim, mm-hmm. I felt as I leveled up, mm-hmm. the world leveled up equally to yeah. everything I did. Yeah, yeah. So the gameplay always felt the same. Mm-hmm. Always. I, yeah. Okay, so I, I was so damn bored. Right. Because I never felt like I was better than anything I ran into. Right. You know? Um, Skyrim is kind of like that, but it's not like it was in Oblivion. Oblivion was exactly that. Like... You know, well, I you, played you, like you, 
12, 15 hours in the new one. Well, in Skyrim, after a while, you can, like, take out a dragon in one hit. You can take out... You're like you, it you, it does adjust it a little bit. It's it kind of shifts everything. In Oblivion, it was you literally a rat coming out of a sewer was like this. If you were level fifty, it was like a level fifty rat. It was like yeah. you literally are you know fighting off the same creatures you were fighting yeah. off in the beginning. It was very frustrating. So I think they adjusted that now. Fallout to me, like if you wandered out from the wrong direction, yes, yeah. your ass just got killed. <laughs> You're dead. Um, so, and the, yeah. my last. But I felt that reinforced the world, you know, with with yeah. with Oblivion yeah. But it keeps you it I keeps you from the open world is small and slowly opens up as yeah. opposed to you going out. Although and, in yeah. Fallout, I felt like I could as far as, uh, I felt like I obliterate anything at the, yeah. by the end of that game. As far as PS3 goes, though, your your regret is my joy. Like Journey mm-hmm. to this day is hands down the best thing I played on the PS3. Right, it's the cheapest purchase I made. It's the shortest game I played, mm. and it is the most beautiful, most memorable experience I had on that system. I might try it since it's so short. I might try to get it. It in is before. short. And Assassin's is, Creed. Nobody. That is no. I <laughs> I did finish Assassin's Creed Three, and I'm having a blast with the new one. But I don't think I'd put them on my list. Really. And it's it. too bad because they're so beautiful. They're all beautiful. They're pretty as anything, yeah. My, other, my only other regret is that I, I just never could find an MMO. I know it really it's not a, a console not thing. Not a console thing. But even kind of in this last, you know... Somebody mentored Masters of Orion to me the other day, and I was like, oh, why has oh, nobody remade this game? Love that game. Uh, all right. Anything else? No. Should we, we're closing the, this era yes. of the video game... Can it yes. hope for Masters of Orion. Xbox 360, so, uh, PlayStation 3, we barely knew We hardly knew you. Bring uh, back. It seems unlikely that if, if we may do a Christmas episode before the time comes, but it seems unlikely that I will be on it. So I would like to wish everyone to be wish everyone a happy Christmas. I will be happy leaving very Christmas. soon. So uh, there's that. All right. Excellent. Maybe we can do one before the new year? Maybe. I come back the 29th. So. Well. You got a day or two. We can Skype it. Maybe we can do it. You're here, Matt. Might be able to Skype it. All righty. All right. Everybody, have a good geek week and good holiday. Happy holiday. Good night, everybody. Happy holiday. Geek it up. May the merry geeks keep caroling. Happy holiday to you. Don, you know those things like after the credits of like the Marvel movies? Oh, I and love the, those things. Those are kind of cool, huh? They are cool. Mm-hmm. How do you like the shawarma? Anybody want to go to shawarma?